the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. And welcome into the Sportsocracy on a Power Rankings Tuesday. We are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. Monday Night Football doubleheader last night. Woo! Let's have two games that are just big old snoozers. That's what I was doing last night. I slept all the way through it. Just, I knew how that was going to end. We're all good on the Baker thing, right? We, I don't have to hear that anymore. Oh, weird. You play a legit defense, and you are exactly what I have said for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Weapons he can, doesn't matter. He can he can he can look okay at times, and then it's just not. It's not good as a whole when you see it. Twenty-five to eleven, a late touchdown, making that look better than it was. Woo! Yay! That was fun. I never in my life have I bounced back and forth between two games. Just try. Will one of you do something? <laughs> it was a very uneventful night. Uh, by the way, my, my five on it parlay last night. Uh, let's see, Eagles under Joe Mixon first time first touchdown scorer, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Bengals, but we had the over. Oh, oh, but we had the over. So just missed that one leg Hit on the five parlay. legs, and I'm sitting going, just score. <laughs> That's all I need you to do. I got everything exactly right. But, but Joe Burrow on one leg cannot accurately throw a football. No, no. I mean, I mean, as the game went on, he got. I guess he got better. He made enough plays to sustain the drives and to be able to get, uh, you know, Evan McPherson some more fantasy points. It was all up to the kicker other than Joe Mixon last night for the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, I mean, and Jamar Chase, who I think had 417 targets. But, I mean, if you had to give out the, uh, you know, the the ubiquitous, like, MVP awards at the end of each of these games, it has to go to the defenses. It has to go to the Philadelphia defense. It has to go to the Cincinnati defense. Yeah, Philadelphia is – I still have a lot of concerns about Jalen Hurts because he just doesn't look comfortable. Oh, but he had the flu. Oh, of course he did. He, give it a day, he'll have Rona. Uh, oh, he's, he's so brave. He's so brave. Played, <laughs> played poorly through super sniffles. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, Jason Kelsey, and multiple other Eagles is the report that's coming out today. Had flu-like symptoms for the Monday Night Football. Oh yeah, game. if they'd been full health, they'd have beat you forty-five to eleven. Hundred percent. I just uh, that defense for Philadelphia is absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're supposed to do because now, as if from nowhere, Jordan Davis has become a good pass rusher. I don't know when that happened. I think I've watched every play of Philadelphia Eagles defensive football this year. I didn't realize that. Well, I mean, is he, he gets consistent pressure? Jalen Carter is 
Woof. That is that 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 kid's good mm-hmm. at football. And when you put either of them on the field next to Fletcher Cox, it's damn near impossible to block. Especially well, for I did enjoy that, that your team their hat on that. your team attempted to run the ball in the first half, and then they just went, "Nope, nope, we're done. We're done with that." Actually, all four teams, or well, three well, of the well, four teams, they, they, did they, that. They didn't until you, you know they they abandoned it until you know it's fourth and ten on the one yard line, and they went, "Hey, you know what? Always gets us positive plays when we're looking for one yard, a run up the middle. Let's do that." with Rashad White. Thank you, Todd Bowles. Please don't, go don't crawl into him. a hole somewhere and hit yourself with a tack hammer. God. <laughs> that was a very that was a very specific <laughs> instruction. I mean, I've had these thoughts running through my mind <laughs> ever since like last year. That sounds like crimes. It's not crimes. It's not crimes to think about it. It's crimes to do anything about it, which I would never do because I don't want to physically harm someone over a stupid football game. Unlike, oh. apparently, you know, May. May well like, like me well, every fan apparently every fan group have we not had a massive brawl in the uh in the stands so far this year i think i've seen two or three videos after every weekend of the football season yeah stop being a jerk in the crowd god i've been to a couple games this year don't be jerks in crowds right and i should probably take that advice myself yeah anyway uh last night went about as exactly as i thought it was going to i didn't think we Tampa were gonna Bay's see not good yeah, I did, but I didn't think we were going to see the bounce back from the Philadelphia offense. I mean, granted, they ran the ball great. That's the part I want to talk about. Um, last week, I said I had concerns with Jalen Hurts, and I, I, I want to definitively say I still do. Mm-hmm. I now don't care because you can run the ball. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You can run the ball down their throats. You just have to do it. And I don't know why it takes Brian Johnson so long to figure that out every single week. When they when, when you have a team that runs the ball to this extent, they carried it 40 times last night. Mm-hmm. Yes, DeAndre Swift was the far better of the two. Can we stop with Kenneth Gainwell? And maybe stop showing Rashad Penny of, oh, look how sad he is. He took Philadelphia's money and now they don't use him. Yeah, because he's awful. And so is Kenneth Gainwell. DeAndre Swift should get... 85% of the touches out of that backfield. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's shot out of a cannon every time he touches the ball. We're in a group chat with a bunch of people that listen to this show, and, and several of them are Eagles fans. It started maybe five minutes into the game, and it lasted well into the third quarter. Can we please run the damn ball? If I'm Brian Johnson, I'm going to keep doing that until somebody proves they can stop it. And I'm not sure anybody can. Because you look at how good that offensive line is. How good DeAndre Swift has looked. How much attention you have to pay to A.J. Brown because, well, you learned last night, if you don't have a corner that can defend him, he can be half of your passing offense. Yes. And and sometimes, at times, more. I don't know how you stop it very difficult to defend i I still have just huge reservations about jalen hurts because he does not look the same without shane steichen yeah uh, he looks on both sides of shane steichen he looks like exactly the same quarterback mm -hmm. he got that two years of him where he looked like an mvp he does not look like an mvp anymore Mm -hmm. well and it but it but it did take time it took time for him to grow into that offense and figure out what he was doing and maybe that's the case here Maybe Dennis has changed so much 
right? Maybe he's changed so much in the offense that it's just he's not grasping it right now. Yeah, or was, Brian, I'm sorry. I was about not to say, Dennis who is Johnson. Dennis? Not Dennis Johnson, Brian Johnson. Dennis Johnson was a he played for the Celtics he in did. the eighties. He did. He did. I just saw I was scrolling through something and saw Savassier Dennis, and I guess that's where that's where my mind went with the Dennis thing. Anyway, maybe Brian's changed up a lot in the offense and and he's just growing into it. I I I saw the replays, uh, you know, the highlights and such, and I watched the little recap of the game with with Troy and uh, uh, Joe dumbass, Buck. Uh, yeah, Joe Buck. You just hate him. <laughs> Joe Buck could Joe save Buck. A, a, a bus full of children and puppies, care. and you would still just hate Don't his care. guts. He was doing PEDs when he did it, which makes him a bad person. Um, <laughs> I've never looked at Joe Buck and thought that. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Joe Buck and go, that guy drinks expensive wine and tells you how good it is and why you're so lesser classed because you don't love it too. That's so you're on my side then. Uh, yeah, he's terrible. He's a horrible person. I didn't um, say that. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't see Joe Buck being the guy that goes, hey, it's Dollar Margs at Applebee's. Mm -mm. Let's go. No, no. He's like, there's a new wine bar that opened up down the street. I hear they have a great charcuterie yeah, board. He's the guy that sticks his nose in the cup and goes, mm, that smells like 1975. The tannins. You, gotta, you really got to get the tannins. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to chug that. No, I, the the Ryan Seacrest of, of the football world. I mean, of course. Anyway, I watched their little recap, and Troy Aikman's big takeaway was, oh, it's really impressive that the Philadelphia Eagles are 3-0 and right now because they haven't played well. Okay, but they haven't played anybody good either. I mean, they no. played the New England Patriots, which is the best of the three that they played. They played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Minnesota Vikings. Well, there's also a great possibility that they'll be uh, six and zero. Oh, and when I say a great possibility, I mean it's bidding to happen and won't have played anybody good. Sure, and they, they can't you control get the commanders who they play. this week, right? And and Washington fans, uh, you should get that pig. And, and have maybe a therapy session before what Philadelphia is getting ready to do to you because it's not going to be nice. <laughs> and yes, no, you know, I'm not saying this to say that what the Philadelphia Eagles are doing isn't impressive. I just thought that was a weird way to say, man, I'm really impressed with this team. This is beating three dog water opponents. And guess what? But Next they week, they're really going to prove it because they get to play the Commanders next. And then they play the Rams and the Jets. Let's go. The Rams will be a step up in competition is it from what they've played so far. Is it though? Yeah. Is it though? Sure it or is. are they? Ex we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> sure it is. Step up over the commanders at least. Yeah, is it though? <laughs> I'm not so sure it is. I'm not sure they're all, yeah. they're all just bad. Yeah, no, I didn't. But that's know. kind of my point uh -huh. with Philadelphia is you look up and down the schedule. Yes, you do have to play the Miami Dolphins. Yes, you play the Chiefs, you play the Cowboys, you play the Bills, you play the 49ers. Other than that, the Philadelphia Eagles could sleepwalk to 10-7. and seven. Mm -hmm. You win a couple games against good teams, you're the one in the NFC, and everybody has to go into Philadelphia and beat you. Yep. And that goes to what I was saying earlier. When you're playing defense to this level, Bad teams, not bad teams, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And you're running the ball to this point. You're practically unbeatable. Where I'm afraid this is going to catch up to you is in playoffs. I'm going to say something, and it's going to sound a little strange. Okay. There's a grand possibility that we get to the, the divisional round of the NFC playoffs, and I'm not confident that there's a great quarterback left. 
Because it could be Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, and Geno Smith. Could be. Jalen's not great for you anymore. He slipped off that that mantle. He was never great. I mean, the last time we did a quarterback ranking, though, I believe he was like three. He was might have been two. No, he wasn't that high. Let's see. Uh, it, it, might, he was I not ahead of Pat Mahomes, and he was not ahead of Joe Burrow. I can tell you that much. Okay, so he might have been three. I don't know that he was ever great so much as he fits into a system really, really well, which mm-hmm. is a lot of what the NFL is. Mm-hmm. There are only a couple guys that could win everywhere. But you get in, you look around the NFC and just go, okay, I don't love Brock Purdy. I don't love Dak Prescott. I don't love Jalen Hurts, and I can keep doing this. Who do I love? I, there's no quarterback in the NFC that I love. GG Gambling's been screaming that Matthew Stafford's the best quarterback in that conference for weeks, and I'm getting to a point that I'm not sure he's wrong. <laughs> he may not be. I think it's. I think. I think Jared Garf needs to be in this discussion. Oh, we can mention his name in the passing of. Hey, look, here's another one. Second verse, same as the first of mediocre quarterbacks that are just playing in a bad conference. The NFC is bad. A bad team is going to make the playoffs, which means Philadelphia and San Francisco and the Dallas Cowboys are going to walk all over the vast majority of you. We sat here and did power rankings this morning, and it shocked me how many AFC teams that I had higher probably than they should because if they were in the NFC, they'd make the playoffs. (laughs) Right. There's no doubt that there's a big disparity between the talent in the two divisions but that's where we are did it hurt the philadelphia eagles last year when they rolled through the nfc until they played Pat Mahomes, who was a big boy quarterback and yeah oh we hung in for three quarters Mm -hmm. yeah tell me about that pass interference again i've only heard about that 417 times right but i mean hell you had a you, you had a shot to take down the champs and you know ball bounces your way maybe you could have done it oh yeah jonathan welch i i I have to what is what is he saying you mentioned troy aikman said that he was he was impressed by the eagles in their three and oh start yeah he also said he was looking forward to toy story football yeah he said that multiple times and every time it came out of his mouth i went shut up nerd because you will not watch one second of that just like none of the rest of us will because they paid him to that's why he said it can we stop with that no i already hate this and it hasn't even happened i yet. can't wait for it uh, of course you can't <laughs> because you're a big plushy child i am and i have this weird feeling that somehow that that's going to be the the fate of this game that you're watching while we're doing a fantasy show on sunday yes yes Ugh. look it's toy story football awesome <laughs> i'm just interested to see what it looks like i'm curious awful that it's gonna look like it was made for that. seven could, year olds it could be cool how's you it going? Know. you tell me how that's gonna happen so you've got pixar versions of nfl players yeah and it's between the atlanta falcons and the jacksonville jaguars mm-hmm. you're gonna have one very long-haired jacksonville jaguar quarterback that's it yeah. And then they're going to, I guarantee you, they'll be like little army men. And it's going to be the most ridiculous, oh, yeah. stupid thing. Absolutely. 
they'll interact with the uh, with with the Toy Story characters. I'm sure there'll be crap going on in the background, little Easter eggs to look at. I mean, it's it's for kids. How can you be so Grinchish over this? Well, I mean, you already know the answer to that. <laughs> I mean, I do, you, you but just don't want to say it. Well, I mean, I don't want to get fined by the FCC. But no, because I don't. I didn't enjoy kid things when I was a kid. And now the fact that, you know, the mothership has been force-feeding us this like a dog with a pill. Well, I mean, they have to. I mean, you got to give them or, some, you got to give the uh, animators, I guess, something to do. Or, here's a thought. You could not. Could you not? Could we stop doing this? You don't think anybody's going to watch it. I don't care if anybody watches it or not. But that's the point. That's the point is to get more eyeballs on this than you normally would. And hey, maybe this is a great way for for a dad who has children who's not into football, maybe I can get them into football this way. Oh, maybe yeah. I can get my seven-year-old to sit down and watch a game if it's in Toy Story Vision or whatever. And, and and I heard every word that you said. Let me take what you said and put it into Jeremy speak. <laughs> this is 2023 for children don't like football, so let's mold football to what you will like because we don't like telling you, No! And that was, was the Grinch moment of the day. I was going to say, that was Mr. You, I mean, you went full old man on the porch. I, I, you just, know what? I'm getting there. Abe <laughs> Simpson and I are we're starting to. <laughs> just screaming starting out to, of them, screaming at them kids to get out of your yard. 100%. I just Don't mowed that grass. squirt guns on my car. I just washed it yesterday. I just cut that grass <laughs> and you're putting footprints in it. You little heathens, go get a job. Don't you trample my begonias. Go get a job and don't do crimes. <laughs> you it's little so jerks. ridiculous that you take these stands against something so benign. Like, okay, you don't want to watch Toy Story football? Don't watch it. I don't care if you... Do you have to force feed it? Yes, I have to, to promote my product. But do you have to do it at every break? Yes. Every single break? Yes. This was like Chris Fowler last night. I, I'm aware of that. Okay. This was like Chris Fowler <laughs> last night. Every time they went to commercial, he had to tell us it was the whiteout game for the Bengals. No kidding! You know what told me that? My eyes. You don't have to say that every time you go to commercial. Right. I am just an old man, and I want these kids out of my yard. Screaming at those clouds. Wow. I'm angry. I didn't sleep well. I stayed up to watch two stupid football games that didn't teach me anything. (laughs) No, it didn't teach you anything. If you were looking to learn anything from last night. Everything uh, I thought going into last night just was confirmed. Yes. Now I'm sleepy and I need a nap. (laughs) Eagles defense, good. I got some soup coming that I'm going to eat in the break. Tampa, not good at football. Um, Cincinnati, still struggling. L.A., yeah, we're, go- we're, we're not really sure what they yeah, are. Yeah, we're going to talk about Cincinnati and L.A. Because I, I it, last night to me was very obvious, and it doesn't seem like people got the message of, of what last night was. You're in the Sportsocracy. That's coming up next here on ESPN Asheville. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. 
At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. Max Hedrum going on there. Uh, it is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We uh, are the Sportsocracy. We got our first one of these of the day. Yes, sir. I'm your huckleberry. It's from our buddy Curtis Davis, Curtis Davis, who said, say what you will about Toy Story football, which is stupid, but I would have paid a lot of money for Patrick Starr to rip Russ a new one in that 70 to 20 beat. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. I'll give you that. Can we have can can we have like uh uh what was it the uh the 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 pig and the um the uh Mr. Potato Head they were like the they were like the quirkiest of the of the group can we have them doing side by side play by play George went and the dude from Cheers uh Cliff so it's the two guys yes. from Cheers doing the play by play can we have them just like ripping apart uh i don't know aj terrell or somebody like yeah but it's not as fun unless it's russell wilson <laughs> desmond ritter come on not as you, fun uh not as fun they did a poll most hated player in the nfl russell wilson by a lot well that was until the travis kelsey news came out uh, no we don't all hate travis kelsey <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of look. You're going to tell a story here pretty soon. There's a high end player in the NFL that's calling for other NFL players to take their shot. Absolutely. Personally, I'm looking at Travis Kelsey just going good for you, bro. This is not going to end the way you want it to. But uh, I mean, I don't know how many relationships that girl's got to have that end the same way before you go. Maybe I shouldn't. You know, uh, regardless if they stay together or not. Which is probably not. I'll go. But, with, I, if, if, but, it, if there were a betting line on it, I would say not is uh, minus fifteen million. This is going to go just swimmingly for Travis Kelsey. Don't make oh, any yeah. mistake about that. Well, I mean, this is a guy that already did a reality show, a reality dating show. Now you're getting all these jersey sales cranked up because uh, old T Sizzle. You're getting there. Or Swizzle you're or whatever his stupid name is. Yeah, yeah. This is how Travis Kelsey becomes. The next Tom Brady. I mean, this is how he gets into the mainstream. This I, is how he gets into that level of Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. This is his breakthrough moment. I'll, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, he's going to have teenage girls everywhere running around wearing Travis Kelsey jerseys. Well, I mean, look, Travis Kelsey has always been the best in the NFL at catching sixes, and he just didn't get one. <laughs> love it yep that's my favorite jeremy at the sportsocracy.com and i will probably delete it <laughs> yeah it's just too easy see we thought never mind never mind we'll talk about taylor swift next segment um tampa bay buccaneers last night uh did you take anything away from that did you i mean other th- other than sporadic moments of seeing how the offense is supposed to work which I still hate because it's still the dink and dunk, keep it short, chunk away parts of the field, still can't run the ball while you're doing that. But there are times 
where Baker does seem have seem to have a grasp of the Dave Canales offense, and it'll be good enough to keep you away from you, Caleb Williams and you keep you away teams. from Drake. Sure, Mike. sure. I mean, we're on that path, right? We've already admitted that as a franchise. We're on the path to six to seven wins and a number and have, eight slot in the draft. And, next and year. have to give up everything yeah. to get that next quarterback. Yeah. Because uh, Baker Mayfield is the cat of the NFL. Uh, he's got nine lives, and nobody can uh, nobody can justifiably explain to me how he gets uh, keeps getting opportunities. Mm-hmm. This team is just good enough to not pick high, which was the number one fear I had coming into the season, and it's absolutely true because the defense can still make plays. There are still good stars on that defense. Problem is, when it comes to putting it all together as a whole and going out there for four quarters and laying it all out on the line, you're going to screw it up somewhere. Oh, speaking of that, uh, I, I got a message on this, and and I'm going to be 100% honest about this. HWA and I are actively selling a house. It closes very soon. I am very happy about it. I forgot that I had teased a mock draft. You ever forget? Happened to me. I totally forgot. I don't so, remember you doing that. Tomorrow, mock draft Wednesday. Okay. It'll come out after the show. Okay. I will be recording that tonight. All right. All right. Um, Joshua Penix says I swear Mike Evans drops one catchable ball every week. Okay. He should have had the touchdown throw or would be touchdown throw from Baker Mayfield, but it was way behind him let's not play like that throw was on target going to where it needed to be no mike evans mike evans looks like the only guy at a company that's working real hard and every time he does did you notice him after the touchdown last night he just catches it and chucks it in the crowd Mm -hmm. you're stupid (laughs) i hate baker mayfield no that's that's i'm gonna get mine who's coming to get me He's doing the Jerry Maguire thing, just going, who wants me? Who's coming to get me? Because that's all this season's about for him now. He's not getting a deal next year, and he's definitely not signing for – they're not going to give him a whole bunch of money, and he's not coming back. So now it's all about just padding the stats for him. I don't know. It would be nice for a young quarterback to have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but – They're not going to – I have no faith that they're going to do that. I don't disagree. With you. <laughs> uh, something I want to touch on before the commercial break. Jack S asked in the uh, YouTube chat, "Get it? It's a team game, and human error happens. Uh, but what way would you work on ref errors in football games, such as the one in the uh, Ra- Ravens Colts games? I think there should be fines. I personally put them in jail for like a week. <laughs> I did stop. Some of these officials are so. There were two last night that I still cannot wrap my head around." Tutu Atwell has a touchdown. There is nothing to overturn that. They overturn it. What in the world did you see? You have the exact same angles that we do. There's nothing that you saw. If you called him out of bounds, you could have kept it that way. If you called him inbounds, you have to keep it that way. Nope, overturn it. The inconsistency in officiating is one of many things that's going to put me in an early grave because it is maddening to me. But there's nothing you can do. No. I mean, finding these guys, uh, I mean, how much are you going to find them? Every single one of these guys has other jobs. Mm -hmm. So the money's not really going to hurt them. They make a buku of money to do this. I mean, especially as a second job. Yeah, I was going to say there's there's a way that you could, could, but once you start doing that, then you're going to take guys out of the pool. 
and then Which you're you going to don't ha- want to do. No. You do not want to dilute Look, that anymore. These guys are already unfortunate to say these guys are already the best of the best, right? It's hard to become an NFL official. No doubt. You, passing all the classes, knowing all the rules, doing all the things. These guys are the best of the best, and we still have problems with oh, it. Yeah. If we start kicking them out, then we're going to go. You want to go get some Pac 12 officials? Yeah, go watch a Come Mac, on, bud. Go watch a Mac game, and you'll realize, well, we need to be really nice to these guys. Exactly. As somebody that loves betting Tuesday Maction, which is uh, coming soon, by the way. I've I've seen some really bad officiating. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to turn this over to to lesser mortals. <laughs> Let's just deal with the 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 jack wagons that we have. Now, there are some. I'm not sure who those would be off the top of my head. The devil there you know is better than the devil you don't know. Right, there are some that I would cull from the herd. I mean, there have been bad ones in the past that, you know, I keep thinking back to, you know, Major League Baseball, keep doing it with Angel Hernandez and uh, Jerome Boger. Has he, is he still around? Yes. Well, see, he's one that we I, we could probably do without Jerome Boger. Let me find somebody. Booger McFarland would be a better official than Jerome Boger at this point. But that's not from that's not my call to make. There's a way you could start punishing officials, but once you do that, the the the, the quality candidates are going to leave. And I feel like the quality of candidate that you would get after that behind these guys is not going to be anything close to what you want. So, it's imperfect. You want to go to robot referees? I I have no per- personally I really? have no problem with that. Really? Put a sensor in the ball. We got technology. People, 30 million people well, are watching these games. You're going to leave it up to a robot to tell you whether something's past interference or not? We got 30 million people watching these games. We, we got em- the money. We got the technology. We give enough power to AI. I'm not interested in hey, giving them more. Don't speak ill of AI. They will rule us all one day. Mm. And I bet they keep receipts like Deion Sanders. Thank God I'll be dead by then. If not... I'll go down fighting. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. When we come back, it'll be time to get just a bit outside. We'll talk about Tay-Tay. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. The season we've all been waiting for is here. 
No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. And, um, and, you know, you know, I liked Travis Kelsey. And he's fine as a that person. That sounded uh, past present. It, I mean, I'm still trying. I love him as a dude. And I love him as a player. And his attitude and personality are all fantastic. But I don't know if I can handle Taylor Swift being thrust upon the NFL in this manner. Do you remember a few weeks ago when we told you the story that Taylor Swift had said no to the Super Bowl halftime show? And we all celebrated. And we all, woo, no Taylor Swift. And then she starts dating an NFL player, and now it's all anybody can talk about. And I'm so sick and tired of it. Uh, and we also got uh, Ursher for the uh, Super Bowl oh, halftime show. How many people yeah. said no before we got there? Well, look, I started thinking about it, and I said, how did you get to Usher to be the halftime show? And then as I thought, I went, well, you know, we did have the weekend do one oh, so that was all i've still usher, got vertigo from that usher is just i mean as far as popularity and record sales success and things like i oh, mean yeah. usher is just he's the moon compared to the weekend oh no well not now isn't he no i, I mean, mean like all the time yeah yeah but see that's, that's the saying. problem 2004 called they want their halftime show back <laughs> is he gonna bring out lil john with him i have no Can idea we, we do the that run it song that was a good. I, one. I heard somebody doing a. Uh, they were trying to run down the songs that Usher was going to play, and I went, "Nope, mm-hmm. never heard of that. Mm-mm. Nope, never heard of that either. No, never been an Usher fan. But I and I've never I've never been a Swifty. I don't get the Taylor Swift thing. I didn't get it when she was in country music. First off, I'm not a big fan of country music, so I didn't even pay attention. She wasn't in country when she was a country music star. She wasn't in country. What? Taylor Swift never did country. Are you in, are you high right now? I mean, I don't remember her ever. I mean, she's Taylor got a little Swift bit of an was accent. the biggest country act going when she was younger. Nope, don't remember that in the least. See now, now you're making I, me. I mean, we got a chat full of people that will say, "Hey, Jeremy, you put your fingers." In. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it didn't happen. I just don't in any way remember that. <laughs> I mean, she only has like 8 million CMA awards for best song, best I, music video. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, so she started in Oh, yeah, teardrops on my guitar. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I drank that away. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. I was going to say, I know I'm not that crazy. Yeah, I remember the teardrops on my guitar thing. All right, so anyway, then she makes the crossover to pop and becomes the biggest thing since sliced bread, and I just don't get it. Never gotten the music, you know. It the, the funniest Tay Tay moment for me is in the show Ballers when The Rock was driving down the road doing the Shake It Off song while he was driving. That was the funniest thing, and that was the first time I went, "Oh, that is that a Taylor Swift song?" 
So when I see all of these sports heads talking about Taylor Swift and throwing in Taylor Swift song titles into your catchy little reports and stuff, I don't get it. I know what you're doing. I know exactly because you'll say a word and then you go, teardrops on my heart, ah, and then wait for the laugh. You're not getting the laugh out of me because I don't know any of her songs. So stop it. No, you know what the best Taylor Swift song is? The last one. Uh, whatever one is where she stops making noise. That's my favorite Taylor Swift song. And right. It's not all that close. Right. Anyway, um, everybody's just crazy over Taylor Swift uh, outside of the football world, apparently. And I don't even get it. Not nary a little bit. She's always just struck me as a whiny little crybaby teenager. And it's not going to cross over for me. I apologize. But... I will say, Micah Parsons' take on this whole thing has been fantastic. He was on his podcast yesterday, and he has seen the light of what Travis Kelsey's trying to do here, and he wants every other star in the NFL to get on board. Here's what he had to say. Damn, you shot from deep, you score. You Stephen Curry, my brother. You might be the new Steph of football. That's dope. I can't even lie. I think I want to see someone shoot at somebody else. The NFL, we up right now. City Boys is up. Hey, I challenge all my other NFL guys, start shooting from deep. Shoot from deep. Let's see if someone can get somebody like, I don't know. Oh, I got to think about this. We got to start shooting, brother. I, I am publicly shooting. Zendaya, shoot at Zendaya, something. We got to start going, brothers. Uh, I think Traff set the standard for this. He did. Travis Kelsey has now set the standard. NFL stars, you need to start shooting higher. No more of this, you know, mid-level B actress stuff, right? Shailene Woodley, we're not, we're not, we're shooting for the top now. We're going for the moon. You, you done? Can we? I, I feel like if there was ever something in the history of sports. They should be put on conversation probation. <laughs> it's Tay Tay. It's Tay. It's it's T Tay. I'm or, all in. Or or Kelsey Swift or whatever. I mean, I, can I officially do it? Hit the gavel. Yep. Where's that? We have a gavel just for this. It is no decided. more. No more. I don't care. A ring comes out. We can mention it. I'm. <laughs> we're two days into this. I already hate her worse than I already did, and I'm starting to dislike him, yeah. which is sad because I loved him. But when I said this is going to go just the way t- uh, Travis Kelsey wanted it, 400% increase in his jersey sales since the Taylor Swift news came out. It's the last time I'll mention it. That was where we were. James Rarick in the uh, uh, YouTube chat was like, you do realize you're doing the same thing you're complaining about. I Yet am. We were building. To, we, exactly. We, we were getting somewhere with that. Exactly. Of I'm not doing this anymore. No, stop it. I knew that we were headed on a path when Ariel from next door came by and said, we should keep doing Taylor Swift content. And I went, I don't think we should. Now, I mean, I'm glad you liked it and I'm glad you saw it. But what we do if even if you came in for that, you would delete it immediately because you're not going to like anything I have to say about that. Right. And even less, you're going to like nothing that I have to say about her. But that's everybody. Everybody feels the pressure, right? That's the popular thing. So you got to do the content. But is it the popular thing? Mm. I would argue there is something else 
that is gaining in popularity in spite of how stupid the organization that runs it is. That be college football. Aha. Uh-huh. Game of the weekend this weekend was what? This past weekend? Mm-hmm. Was Ohio State Notre Dame. There you go. That's the one I'm talking about. Ohio State beats Notre Dame on a final play. Ten guys on the field. Talked about some of that yesterday. But now we have a number on how many of yins watched it. And it was a whole mess. Take a stab at how many viewers that game averaged. Ohio State? Ohio State, Notre Dame. On NBC in primetime. You're know. usually in the three to four to five million range. I was going to say eight. Uh, it averaged ten and a half. There you go. And it peaked with 14.2 during the game-winning drive. Do you know what beats that? What? NFL games. Nothing else. Nothing else beats that. It was the second most watched regular season college football game in the history of NBC Sports. Do you know what beat it? What? The only game that's ever been more watched than this. Colorado. Nope. Notre Dame, Florida State in 1993 when they were 1-2 in the country. There you go. It had 22 million. And we're trending back into numbers like that. Mm Mm-hmm. College football, we, we talk about this a lot. Why does the NCAA not get its its mess grouped? Because they don't have to. Because we're going to watch it and consume it at a high level, no matter what they do. So, Tez, that you've been upset about forever, yep. yeah, guess what? They don't care. Yeah, no. They ruled on it, and they're done. Mm-hmm. I was dumbfounded when I saw that number. That's quite a lot. Oh, I have to verify something. Uh-oh. Just uh, you. What if you've got a if 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 you've got a thing you'd like to talk if about? If I if I've got a thing, yeah, because I'm like af- I'm afraid about. what I just read is oh good lord, what hit your stupid button? Yeah. Who's gonna break the news? 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 Tay Tay wishes she had moves like that. Uh. This is from Adam Schefter. The New York Jets are planning to add to their quarterback room. Of course they are. No, it's done. Oh. They have signed a quarterback pending a physical. What's the worst name I could say right here? And Let me me preface what I just said. Not who is the one that's going to make me the saddest, because that could be Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. That could be a lot Mm -hmm. of people. Mm -hmm. In terms of... That means absolutely nothing to anyone (laughs) because you may possibly be worse than what we already have. Mm. He has started games in the NFL. That is the, the clue I will give you. Nick Mullins. Worse. CJ Beathard. Worse. Um, He's got a real funny last name that I like to mispronounce when we're not on FCC radio. I don't know. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. He's better than what you got. Wow. That's. <sighs> That's how bad this is. That's better than That's... what you have. No, it's not. I've already seen that. I've already read this book. Trevor Simeon's already played for the Jets once. You remember when old Sammy Darnold had mononucleosis because oh, yeah. he went kissing people at a New York nightclub? Do you remember who came in for him? 
That was Trevor Simeon. Do you remember how long he lasted? About a quarter until Miles Garrett broke him like a chopstick. <laughs> well, see, you just didn't get to see what he could be. Ugh. I hate the New York Jets so much. I, I really do. I, it's, it's almost like you're doing it on purpose. You just want to sign people that will make me angry. And there is a there is a joke in his last name that I'm going to make on YouTube before it's all said and done. Uh, it's, it's hard to make anybody happy around that building. I just, I, okay, I just started out so well. And then started from the bottom, now we're back. Oh. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, Soaring Eagle, as we were talking about Usher in the Super Bowl halftime show, why couldn't they just have Godsmack? <laughs> I would be all in favor of that. Absolutely. You give me a, a, a Godsmack, Creed, Hootie and the Blowfish. Stop it with Creed. Goo Goo Dolls, Counting Crows, Count Crash Test Joe Dummies. I'm just trying to think of all the mid-90s bands that yeah, I like. Let's go. Let's go. Counting Crows. I want to see Sully Erna and uh, and and the dude from Counting Crows do uh, <laughs> Long December. Did together. you see the video of uh, Scott Stapp from that Nightmare of a Blue Ridge Rock Festival? No. Oh, he was so into it. Yeah. Did you hear the story about Blue Ridge Rock Festival? No. So there was a there was a big music festival in, in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Well, they didn't plan for hurricane season, and. And the wind and the rain started blowing. Uh huh. And people, their campsites got flipped over. Shows got canceled. There were buses leaving people on the side of the road. It was like Woodstock '99 level bad. I have seen not one video of any act on stage except that Oliver Anthony guy. Mm -hmm. Last night, somebody sent me a video of Scott Stapp, and he is in a pair of leather pants. And in his brain, it is 1998, and he is the star of the show. Uh huh. I mean, he is I, both hands on the mic with the bent knee. Mm -hmm. What a hand do you wear? God, <laughs> let's go. And there's nine people there that are all angry. And everybody's going, staring at the stage like, didn't you die? Everybody's staring at the stage going, weren't they a Christian band? <laughs> he seems very angry for a Christian band. Yeah. Oh, man. He's seen some stuff, though. They ever finished that movie, by the way? The one where he's playing Frank Sinatra? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't I seen it. I wonder. Ugh, Creed. That's a movie I will watch. Yeah. I, I would be all about a Godsmack halftime show. I just can't wait to hear him as Frank Sinatra start singing New York, New York. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. But that's never going to happen. Oh, gonna We're happen. never going to get the Super Bowl halftime show, the guy halftime show that we want, right? That's what we want. Oh, we we want like we want like Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Norm McDonald. This or wasn't it Norm McDonald? Who was I, his? I don't want anything. Anything Jimmy Kimmel is selling. No, I no, ain't no. no, no, no. Think back to the Man Show. Oh, that like, was uh, when Adam did, Carolla. Adam Carolla. When they did the Man, like that's the halftime show that we want. We want the Man Show. They gave it to us one time. One time, and it was glorious. Every wonderful second of it. <sighs> Excuse me, I need a minute. Okay, but 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 we're never gonna get it. We're never gonna get the Metallica Godsmack kick-ass show. It's no. always got to be something frou-frou. No, we're gonna get unless Usher. it's Dr. Dre. And oh, which was awesome. Which That's, was great. And 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 you're not getting another one. Sorry about your luck. Mm-hmm. 
You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN. Ash will take a quick break. Who knows what we'll do when we come back. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa. Marissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. It is ESPN Asheville. We're live in the Ingalls studio. You thought that first hour was irreverent? So did we. Yeah. Yeah. We we just looked at the board of, hey, all the things we wanted to talk about before we did power rankings. We hit uh, one of them. (laughs) We did. We did. We've got the power rankings coming up in the next hour. Start for the bottom. Now we're here, 32 to number one. Every team in the NFL shifted positions this week. Except one. One team stayed in the same spot. You got to be bad to do that, right? Nope. Nope. It's one of the good ones. Oh, it's one of the good ones. Oh, Everything that's right. just flipped around them. That is, that is right. Uh, yep, right there at the top. Look at that. Anyhow, power rankings coming your way uh, in just a little bit here in the program um i think we should change the tagline of this show yep you know we've been beer city's best sports talk since we started doing this yes uh this is adhd radio uh to the highest extreme mm-hmm. i thought that was built into the cake if you'd ever watched us for any extended period of time you realize that, that we are not bound by any script yeah we're two men that, <laughs> we're two men that really probably should have prescriptions for ritalin no 100 and if we had it we would probably take it and it would change the whole tenor of the show we live by the philosophy of if it we'll do it live yeah and we do it each and every day right here in the sportsocracy uh play dfs football with us all season long you still get in on the contest for lowest scores from the season drop so if you haven't gotten into the battle for the belt yet don't worry about it because your cumulative scores to get into the playoffs at the end of the season 
you can pick up and 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 not and not have a nary a zero. This is the last week to get into the season long contest, and next week we will unveil for those of you that didn't get into this contest a way that you can be a winner too. Standard contest and the eliminator challenge. Available proceeds going to Eblen Charity's St. Nicholas Project from the Battle for the Belt, as always. Power rankings are next. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls Studio. It is the Sportsocracy, and we are live in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And, of course, we're heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Watch us live in the studio each and every afternoon. Subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday and everybody shifted this week, save for one team, that you're not going to hear that name for a long time. Until the end of next hour, in fact, uh, here in the power rankings. Uh, but we, we we do start in some familiar confines at the bottom of the list. There's only one team this could possibly be. At number that 32. Is- Denver Broncos. Yeah, you just lost 70 to 20. You gave up over 700 yards of offense. You got maddened. Like, literally, you are the kid (laughs) who doesn't know what the buttons do, and you got smacked around by your friend that sits in his mom's basement and plays this game all the time, Mm -hmm. which I'm I'm that guy. (laughs) You play me in Madden, that Miami Dolphin game is how it's going to look. Thank you can attest to that. You never beat me that bad. I never played you twice, but you never beat me that bad. There you go. Ask Brian Haynes what happens the second time. Oh, 100%. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to play you again now that you know how I can stop you. Uh, 70 to 20. Yeah, it was. uh, That's the worst team in the NFL. I'm not sure that it's even close. Mm -hmm. There's only one team to me that's even in their stratosphere. What do the Broncos do well? You don't run it well. Mm hmm. The defense just got annihilated to a historic level. The best thing the Denver Broncos do is Russell Wilson. (laughs) End of message. Repeat the line. Uh, Woof. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Not good at all. That was the only team that could be at number 32 this week after the historic loss. And I, I really feel like there's only one team that could be at number 31. Yes, it's the other team that got matered this week. The Chicago Bears! Yeah, you lost by 30 to the Kansas City Chiefs. 31, excuse me. Didn't mean to sh- sell the Chiefs short on that one. 41 to 10. And you're not good at anything. Justin Fields threw for under 100 yards in the game. I mean, I guess he was the top rusher. Let's go. Yeah, 47 yards. Let's go. The the amount of Justin Fields' apologists that I'm getting is dwindling by the day. I was going to say, are they still hot and heavy? There are still a few. There's, they're still out there. 
What's the argument there? Um, uh, well, the coaching staff's awful. You got to give him time. We've given you plenty of time. I know exactly what you are, and it's not going to change. And I don't even think it's debatable at this point. What, that the Bears are the second worst team in the league? No, that ju- the, the, the Justin Fields thing uh, is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. Yeah, but they're still trapped in it. Are they, though? Mm-hmm. I don't really agree with you that they're still trapped in it. I don't. I, I just feel like you're 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 fighting a losing battle there and okay i just just can't see matt eberflus and and that team turning to justin fields and going hit the bench i just don't see it happening well they uh, will ride this until they can't anymore well i'm gonna ask the question that i asked yesterday about robert sala and and joe douglas do you want to keep your job or or not because if you don't then yeah just keep doing what you're doing because you're headed on a trajectory of we all got fired in two years. Mm-hmm. We made one really horrifically stupid decision, and all of us got fired. Again. For me, I think you have to go to Tyson Badgett and hope that you found something in him. Ooh. I mean, look, you already have another first-round pick that's going to be pretty good because uh, the team you got that pick from is coming real soon. <laughs> With that, you have the ammo to do practically anything you want to. Mm-hmm. But if you could say, hey, look, we found this undrafted kid that nobody really believed in, that might be enough to keep your job. I don't think you should in the first place. If I'm Chicago, I'm firing Matt Aberflus. And we're, we're getting into where we can count this in days. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a stupid hire when you made it. It looks even dumber now because you can't move the ball to save your life. But you added all this talent. You spent all this money. And guess what? You're worse than you were last year. Mm -hmm. The only saving grace is that somehow the Denver Broncos are worse than you are. Kelvin Joyner asked in the YouTube comments, uh, all jokes aside, how good of a running back would Justin Fields be? Well, I don't think he could pick up a blitz to save his life. No, he's definitely not a blocker. This is the problem I've always had with him is that you run well, but you run well on plays that break down. So you hit an edge and you're so fast. There's a reason that we don't send uh, draft scouts to Olympic time trials because you also have to have some football talent too, and he doesn't. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number 30. The Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Tank, look, I, I don't Panther fans, tank, fault for I, you. Yeah, I don't agree with this. Uh, okay, all. you tell me the team that should be behind them. The team I'll wait. that should be behind yeah, them? Yeah, the team that should be behind them. Uh, Houston Texans. You're drunk. Did you? The, they, the team that just shellacked the Jacksonville Jaguars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck with that. Yep. CJ Stroud might for, throw for 473 yards. You think so? I, look, I'm not telling you that, that the, the Texans are good. I'm just saying through three weeks, it is really obvious which of those two quarterbacks is better right now. Yes. Now, do I think that's going to continue to be that way? No, I don't. Mm -hmm. Well, see, I'm not even, I wasn't even taking Bryce into consideration here. With, With Bryce, this fits. With Andy, I think they're a little bit better. 
And I think they should stick with him for a week or two. Oh, well, you There's said no they evidence. they're not going to. There's no evidence that they're going to. But I, I think they should. Stick with him for a little bit and just, just at least for this next ref, rough stretch of games here. Because that team, that offense, could move the ball this past week against Seattle. Hmm? And it was uh, – He also it, couldn't stop anybody. Well, that's So the one true. thing that you hung your hat on is – and you kept telling me this. Mm-hmm. Oh, look how good the defense is. The defense got scattered, smothered, covered, diced, chunked, and chopped. So the one thing that you hung your hat on, you couldn't even do this past week. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. They're better equipped to win – right now with Andy Dalton. Yes. I also don't know if that wouldn't put something in Bryce's head. I mean, if you can hide it with an injury and he's not ready to play for two or three weeks, okay. I don't I I I feel I mean I don't know Bryce personally, but I feel like that's something you could explain to him. Of look, we want to make sure. Well you don't want to rattle his confidence. No, this is nothing to do. We you're still in a learning process and we're gonna help you get to where you want to be, bud. Yeah, here's the other problem. Here's the other problem with that. Uh, you're going to get dog-walked in two of these games anyway. I don't care who you play. Which is kind of the point as to why would I throw him out there. Why would I throw him out there if we're going to get dogged anyway? Now, Let's after the bye, see. you've got three of the six worst teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you got some winnable games there. And I think it'll be good in the long run. But I'm I'm getting to a fear that trading that pick next year to get up to get Bryce Young is going to age poorly over the course of this season. Maybe so. Or Bryce could come back and they could, you know, grow in pains, get better, and then win a couple of games. And then maybe that pick's not so hot. How many games do you have to win for Panther fans not to go, what did we do? Six. Is there a possibility of this team winning six games? Possibly. I don't see and you that. got two with Tampa left. You got Tennessee. Well, they Atlanta, never sweep Tampa. Schedule. Even you when got, even when they were well, good, they didn't sweep Tampa. Well, but you got Indianapolis. You got Chicago. Houston's still out there. I mean, it it'd be thin to get six. But well, we, we got to four. Could be done. Uh, six would put your pick somewhere in the neighborhood of back into the top five, beginning of the. The, the second five in the top right, ten? Right. Tampa picks do, eight, you pick seven. <laughs> do, do you realize who that means you're going to have, have traded up here? Do, way, do you know who's bad. going in the top ten of this class? Either way, it's going to be bad. All right, so take Caleb Williams and Drake May out of it. Jared Verse, Marvin Harrison, Olaf Fashano, who's better than any tackle in this class, and it's not even kind of close. Mm-hmm. Kool-Aid McKinstry, who I don't love, but he's still a really high-level uh, cornerback yep. prospect. Mm-hmm. Joe Alt, Brock Bowers, J.C. Latham, uh, Emeka Abuka, Malik Neighbors, Dallas Turner, Keon Coleman. I actually went over 10. Mm-hmm. And I ain't done yet. Because I didn't even say Kalen King, who I think is the number one corner in this class. Okay. It's not going to age well. Bryce Young, you better be right. You better be right. Because whoever takes over the Chicago Bears has two really prime pieces of capital, and if it ends up that two of those that those two picks are in the top five, mm-hmm. can you Im- just imagine for a second? We said this about Arizona. We never thought this happened with with Chicago. Just imagine Arizona ends up with two picks in the top. I'll say seven, mm-hmm. because I think the Cardinals and the Texans are both slightly better than we thought. 
and the Bears somehow end up with one and three and wind up with Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. And Panther fans have to look at that forever going, what did we do? I'm still not hearing an argument against starting Andy Dalton. Like, okay, that's even more of a reason. Oh, the offense is moving better with Andy Dalton? Guess what? we got to get that pick as high as it can be so this doesn't blow up in our face. Now, that offensive line is terrible. It's right? awful. Yeah, it'd be so really- I don't want to go up against Daniil Hunter Man, uh, next week, Aiden Hutchinson the next week, and then Jalen Phillips and whoever else Miami's throwing at me the next week. Man, it'd be maybe I'll take my chances. Man, it'd be really good if you had a pick in the top eight and you could take one of those awesome tackles that mm-hmm. three of the mm-hmm. top ten. But what if you hadn't made that move and you wouldn't have a quarterback? Well, I mean, you're you're arguing that you should be playing the backup that you got for nothing for now. Yeah, for now. I mean, look, I was fine with it at the time because I didn't think you were this bad. It's not. But here we are. Well. Here we are. Facts don't care I mean, about I'm your not, feelings. And I'm not saying that I had this right or anything like that. I'm just saying three weeks, this is yep. aging like milk. Yes. Yes, it is. Number 29 this week. The Houston Texans. Yep. They got fight. I'll hey, give them that. Hey, cool. You you beat the Jaguars. That was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, that's a good win for you. And C.J. Stroud does look like the best quarterback in this class early. What? Excuse me? Come on. Well, Anthony Richardson, if he could stay healthy, would look like the best quarterback in this class. So, Which is sad so, for Carolina. So, though. C.J. Stroud looks like the best quarterback in this class because that's what we were worried about with Anthony Richardson was No, hell. no, God, no. That's not what I was worried about. That might have been what you were worried about. I was worried about this kid can't hit the broad side of a barn. He's got a bazooka, and he has absolutely no idea where it's going to go. So, I mean, look, it does appear that you may have hit on C.J. Stroud. It's very early. He's the first quarterback in NFL history to throw this many touchdowns with no interceptions his first three starts. Mm-hmm. And that many, I think it was that many yards, too. Yep. Throwing for 300 yards two weeks in a row and not throwing an interception. So, I mean, there's a lot to like there. I think you hit on something with Tank Dale, who should be the second highest waiver priority this week in fantasy football. Because mm-hmm. he's real, real good. And Will Anderson's been good. I just still look at this team and go, what exactly are you going to be? Awful with a little bit of fight. The same thing that they've been for the last two years since Deshaun Watson went down. They're the team you don't really want to play. You're going to go into it thinking we're going to walk all over these guys, and guess what? They don't. You don't. Because there's a lot of veterans, as you say time and time again, there's a lot of veterans on this team that are fighting for jobs. They're trying to stay in this league, mm-hmm. right? And the Houston Texans oh, are the only way that they can do that, it. Because there's a couple teams here that they, their rosters look like expansion rosters, but mm-hmm. they fight. Exactly. Because and, and Houston has fought every single week. Everybody's living on the edge, and every Sunday you've got the coach in there telling you the same thing. Nobody's expecting you to go out here and do anything today. You can go out here and you lose 70 to 20 and nobody's going to be surprised because they think you're awful. The only the only reservation I would have about Houston, you don't have a lot of wins left, but you didn't think we'd beat the Jaguars. You're right, but now you have, mm-hmm. and now every coach you play has that talking point of, 
Don't beat Jacksonville. Exactly. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Give me Pittsburgh, and I don't care what the number is. <laughs> I don't care if it's 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. I will take the Pittsburgh Steelers. You shouldn't be shocked by that. Jacksonville does this every year, right? Even, even they haven't been good many years, but even when they are good, they have that game. They just lose for no, just real no reason. Just, yeah, we didn't show up today. Maybe that's what happened against Houston, or maybe Houston is actually okay-ish at football. Hey, they're only the fourth worst team in the NFL. Let's go. Let's go, Houston Texans. Fifth worst team in the NFL, number 28. We'll tell you who that is coming up next right here on ESPN Asheville. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football champion if cleanliness is next to godliness look around the car right now is that very godly look life comes at you fast but so does wnc auto detailing they have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor you don't believe me check them out on instagram all that filth and years of stains disappear wnc auto detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction and they do wax and ceramic coatings call wnc auto detailing at 455-3700 premium care with a southern hospitality touch the sportsocracy why are you smiling because i love football back in the sportsocracy on espn Asheville power rankings tuesday fifth worst team in the nfl the minnesota vikings uh, number 28 this week the vikings rolling in well, I mean, it obviously hasn't been a great start to the season for them, and they lost another close one. Hey, that's three losses this year and three one-score games. Let me let me tell you a fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Your your luck there ran out aggressively. You got eleven of them last year, and you're zero for three this year. Yeah, let me tell you a fun stat about the Minnesota Vikings. How many quarterbacks in the NFL have thrown for more yards than Kirk Cousins? Tua Tungavalo. Zero. How many receivers in the NFL have more receiving yards than Justin Jefferson? Tyreek Hill. Zero. How many defensive ends have more sacks than Daniil Hunter? Miles Garrett. TJ Watt. Ah, missed it. You have the leading passer in the league, the leading receiver in the league, and second in sacks. You're still 0-3, and and you're going to lose a lot more games. I got a lot of flack for saying the the Vikings should be listening on Kirk Cousins. They 100% should. 
your season's over. You can tell me anything you want to. Look at their schedule and tell me how you're going to get back on track. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. We get the Panthers and the Bears two of the next three weeks. Yeah, the games in between that, Chiefs, scattered, smothered, covered, diced, and chunked. 49ers, Packers, at the Falcons, Saints, the Broncos and the Bears, and the Raiders. Bengals, Lions, Packers, Lions. Welcome to 4-13 and because that's where you're headed. Kirk Cousins or not. Yeah. And if you're smart with Justin Jefferson – because you're not bringing back Kirk Cousins regardless, I don't think. I don't see a path unless it's a one-year bridge because they just picked too high. I mean, do you agree mm-hmm. with them? Yeah. So why would you not look to move him right now? Just go to Kirk and be like, Kirk, you know, you're a great team guy. This is not going well. We got to satiate Justin Jefferson. We're trying to be bad. We got a lot to fix, and we need a quarterback. And you're up there in years. You're not the long-term solution. We can go get a pick from the Jets or whatever other loser franchise would make a move. We got to do it. How much would the Jets give, though? I don't know. I don't know what that would look like. I mean, if I'm Minnesota and you'd give me a a conditional three that could become a two if you went to the playoffs, uh, I'm in. Okay. Become a the, the one this year if you go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. That's just more pieces I can put around Caleb Williams or Drake May or whoever my next quarterback is. Because you're not a Super Bowl contender right now. That defense is awful. Right. Genuinely awful. Oh, most definitely. I did not think that they were this bad. I thought the offense would be good enough to carry them, and it has to a point. I mean, you can't rack up those kinds of stats. And you look at, like, I saw a stat the other day that Kirk Cousins, like QBR is one of the highest in the last 25 years or something through three games in the NFL. He's doing everything he can, hmm? right? He's putting it all out there. He's but doing with everything Kirk Cousins, possible. you're going to win games that mean absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want to do? No. I mean, I'm the only one that says this out loud because everybody has this gnashing of teeth when you hear tanking. Yet tanking is good. Tanking is the right thing to do. The Jacksonville Jaguars were the most woebegotten franchise in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You tanked out one year, wound up with Trevor Lawrence, and look at you now. Last week notwithstanding. Minnesota, are are you signing up for two or three years here of 6-11, and and 7-10? Because if you're not, you're going to have to do something different. Because you don't attract free agents because it's cold. Uh, The stadium's cool. Okay, do you want to live in Minneapolis, Minnesota? Mm -hmm. No. I don't know how you do it. I don't know what you do to move forward here. I'll tell you what it is. But you move you, forward with Kirk Cousins, you go to Justin Jefferson and offer him a bajillion dollars mm-hmm. and say, we have a plan at quarterback. Trust us. We're going to take care of you. There's the offer. Uh, three copies, press hard, get it done. Right. But it's not going to be Kirk. Mm-hmm. Well, we he's know not it's... the problem, but he's not a long-term solution either. Right. We know Kirk's not the problem. But it's, there's a lot of uncertainty around the future of that franchise at the moment. They already started the sell-off. Let's see where it takes them. Number 27 this week. The New York Football Giants. Uh, they They got handled again. This past week by the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday Night Football. Speaking of uh, teams with quarterback issues, and this one's completely different. Minnesota has a very talented quarterback that's just 
not for long. The Giants have a very not talented quarterback who's for way too long. Yes. Way too long and way too much money. That's why you don't pay mediocre quarterbacks. Yeah. This team is not good. They're terrible. The offensive line is gross. The defense is not good. Which is crazy how much you've invested in that line, and it's mm-hmm. this bad. Mm-hmm. You the look- weapons haven't been there. With no Saquon Barkley, you just don't really have anything that's – Pops. Th- there's, there's not much there. there. No. There's not much to this team once you get past that. And I don't see a path out of it because you gave the money to Daniel Jones. And guess what? It's not working. No. Right? And Brian Daybowl and his system, oh, it was so magical last year. Well, this is a different year. And you don't look anything like you did last year. No. I mean, it, we said in the offseason, the schedule's way too difficult. The quarterback's not nearly good enough. And and this is going to be a long year. And that's what I see through three games of the New York Giants. But watching that game Thursday night, I felt like this was a different team. Like, remember that just, spunky little upstart team that was just us against the world last year after they won the first five games of the season or whatever it was? They were like must-watch TV every week. Not because the team was so special and putting up points and stuff, but but because they brought that fire to the field. That was a dead team that I saw against mm-hmm. San Francisco. Losing control quickly. Mm-hmm. Number 26. Andrew Ayers in our YouTube chat says that the, the New York Jets should be next. They're not, and that's just how bad the bottom of the NFL is right now. Because mm-hmm. number 26, the Tennessee Titans. Woof. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven to three, uh, and and since you're since Ayer said that about the Jets, let's play a fun game. Who has a better defense, the Jets or the Titans? Because this is the same game I played. Jets, it's not close. Uh, uh, now, offensively, can either of these teams score points? Not really. Uh, is Brees Hall better right now than Derrick Henry? Yes. There you go. And end the message. Repeat the line. All right, cool. You got a better head coach. You don't have a better anything else. Don't worry. You don't have to wait long to see my Jets. Mm-hmm. It's coming very soon. But the bottom of this league is dog water. Because just remember, the Indianapolis Colts, who we haven't talked about yet, they, they haven't appeared here. Mm-hmm. And this was a team that we thought would go 2-15. and 15. The Titans got uh, dominated this past week. Cleveland Browns, 27-3. to three. They were able to muster a field goal in the first half and then nothing after that. Derrick Henry had 11 carries for 20 yards. That, I think, the most surprising part of this season is that you've had Tajay Spears out-snapping him, and he's been better. He hadn't been good. He's just been better than Derrick Henry. That's how bad he has been. I just look at Tennessee and go, you don't do anything well. No. You defense well at times, and then Ryan Tannehill puts you in horrifically horrifically bad situations. Yep. Uh, Ayers commented and said, I would take Tannehill over Zach Wilson. Do you know what their two QBRs right now are? Six and four. De- <laughs> <laughs> Zach Wilson's 26.7. Ryan Tannehill's 27.9. The only one worse than the two of them is Justin Fields. Oof. They're seven points behind Bryce Young. Think about what I just said. Mm-hmm. And that dude has played two games. He's played two games, and he has not been good in either one of them. No. No, he has not. Um, All right. Number 25. 
The Indianapolis Colts. What was that? Why the Colts got to be this team all the time? Just, just. I, I mean, I'll give you the answer, but you're not going to like it. Tell me. Uh, it's the exact same thing that Carolina went through. Hey, you brought in a vet quarterback because Richardson was hurt. He will come back the second he is healthy. Mm-hmm. They may hold him out this week. I've started hearing that, that they want to be sure that he's okay. And the minute Anthony Richardson comes back, you're going to go back to the exact same team you are. Yep. Because Gardner Minshew is showing that with Michael Pittman and Josh Downs and all the pieces that you've got, Zach Moss finding some fountain of youth to actually be a good NFL running back for the first time in his life. He had to carry it 30 times to do that. Which is insane. I saw that number and went, am I reading that right? Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a running back with 30 carries in an NFL game in 20 years. Derek did it once, didn't he? I'm sure he did. It's called it's, it's called hyperbole. Ah, gotcha. It's, it's a little, little hyperbole. Gotcha. I just, I still don't look at the Colts and go, "You're any good." With Gardner Minshew, you can win games. You're scrappy. Yeah, so are the Texans. Yep. So are the Titans. Outside of playing the Browns. Yep. So are another team that we haven't talked about yet. Yep. You got a lot of those. You know what? You're not very talented. So one of the bigger surprises since we said that about Derrick Henry, one of the bigger surprises this year, how good Michael Pittman has been. I had an undraftable grade on him as a fantasy football player this year because the the Anthony Richardson Richardson thing just scared me to death. He's 20th in the NFL in receiving yards. Mm. And then like the top six in receptions and targets. Ain't it great to be the only guy in the room? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, if there was another receiver playing this team for this team worth his salt, would would Michael Pittman be doing this well? He's sixth in targets, and he's tied for fourth in receptions with Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. He's also averaging nine yards of completion, which yep. is – that's not particularly good. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. When we come back for the break, we'll continue with the power rankings for week four. At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. 
the sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. We are back on ESPN Asheville. It's Power Rankings Tuesday for week four in the NFL. Number 24 this week. The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Um, My wow. good Lord, you're not good. Yeah. Talent-wise. But. But, man, do you ever play hard. Yes, they do. Um, Jonathan Gannon, is he's doing some things with that team. And they're just sneaking up on people. So far. That's the thing. So far. That's the thing. Like, whatever they're doing, whatever scheme he's using to catch these guys off guard, they're going to figure it out. Right? This is not a talented team. No. But he does have a lot of athletes that he's using in obviously effective ways to jump out in front on teams and they're going, whoa, what just happened? It happened to the Dallas Cowboys this week. You can write off the the New York Giants because they're bad, right? But when you do it to the Dallas Cowboys, it means a little a little more. We could play a game with the Arizona Cardinals that is Arizona Cardinal or Catholic Cardinal. And I'm not sure you get more than a handful of them right. <laughs> okay. Pretty sure because the Catholic Cardinals, they, they all got weird names. So that possible. You'd have to. All right. St. Louis Cardinals. There you Whatever. Go. There you go. Throw it back to the Philadelphia Cardinals. Didn't. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals are one and two, beating the Dallas Cowboys this past week. I mean,. You know, we thought, is there is there something to this team when they got out to a lead on Washington? Mm-hmm. And they got out to a lead on the Giants. And then the Giants had to have the biggest comeback in franchise history. There's just a talent deficit. I mean, look, if, if, and I'll, I hate to use this example, but it's the one that was brought up in the chat. If the New York Jets played as hard as the Arizona Cardinals, they wouldn't be one and two. Mm-hmm. They don't, and they are. They're exponentially more talented. If you told me one of, if you told me right now one of those two teams somehow managed to win eight games, I'd bet my house it was the Jets. Because the Cardinals are going to run into this every single week, and the more times you scare teams like that, the easier it is for a coach to go. Don't let them sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. They will bust you in the mouth and make you look bad. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? It stops happening. Yes, because teams know you're coming. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm at with Arizona. I mean, yes, you, you've looked impressive. You looked impressive against Washington. Well, that doesn't. That's not quite as impressive now as it was after they got smoked by the Bills. Mm-hmm. You beat the Cowboys this week. You play at the Forty ers How many times do you think Kyle Shanahan has pulled has pulled the Dallas Cowboys name out of a hat? Yeah. What What does that mean? That means you're going to go into San Francisco and probably get rocked thirty five to six. Mm-hmm. Play the Bengals the next week at the Rams, at the Seahawks, Ravens, at the Browns. One and eight. Yep. It's you're not winning any of those games. Mm-mm. You might trip one of them later on down that line. I don't think so because the the Ravens are well coached. So are the Seahawks. Yeah. So are the Rams. Yeah, and, and the Browns are just so much more talented than you that you're not going to beat these teams. Mm-hmm. But you deserve your flowers for a week for coming out and popping Dallas right in the nose. Absolutely. Climbing four spots this week in the power rankings from 28 to 24. Number 23. Your Fire Them Cannons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ah, down You're 22 to good. 3 before uh, you could 
muster anything on the offensive side against Philadelphia last night. Uh, you got two wins on the season so far, and that's just uh, that's just fine with me. Can we can stop there and <laughs> let's move on? Let's uh, not win any more games. No more. No more. Fellas, need... most of you are not going to be here next year. Yeah. Uh, so if you could leave me in better shape, that would be awesome. Exactly. Unfortunately, need... that's not how this goes. I need 14 straight losses here to end the season. Let's go. Yeah, I just look at Tampa Bay and go, Baker Mayfield does what Baker Mayfield does. He beats really bad defenses. That's mm-hmm. the reason people get duped on him. Every once in a while, he'll have a game that surprises you against a team that is better than they are. Mm-hmm. But that leads to 6-11, and 7-10. Mm-hmm. Just out of reach for that quarterback you want so desperately. Hello, what's going to make Shador me laugh? Sanders. Oh, he ain't coming out. <laughs> After last week, he certainly ain't coming. Out. His dad has already <laughs> said that, and then he went out and threw that up last week. We'll we'll get to you in twenty twenty five. Okay, Michael Penix. You should be so lucky. Am I shooting too high? They'll probably. We're, we're looking more in that Cam Ward. Uh, JJ McCarthy. Hey, you could probably do that. Hey, there we go. I like Cam Ward. I, sh- I don't even know why I said that. I like him a lot. That's probably too high for you as well. <laughs> They'll get one. You will get. You will get a, a an actual U.S. quarterback. Yes. That much I know. Yes. Who it is? That much I don't know. <laughs> you may end up picking the Justin Fields of the class. <sighs> but, be hard to, that'd be hard to do. But. Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing to the Eagles last night. No big surprise. They fall this week. Um, one spot in the power rankings just because everybody else is dog water, too. Now, one spot ahead of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number 22. The J-E-T-S just end this. <laughs> I love how it's still. You don't care anymore, remember? You don't care? I don't. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I don't care. That was... Uh, don't care. I'm not even going to watch the game this week. You Good know why? Because they play the Kansas City Chiefs. I guess who they play next week. It's not next week. It's two weeks. Mm-hmm. I think. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I just keep looking at the schedule going, ooh, ooh, man, I hope we beat the snot out of the Broncos and beat the Giants. Because other than that, it's going to be a bleak fall. So it's another. Better hope for a better December because it's not going to be good while leaves are falling. Yeah, it's another big tumble for the New York Jets after that offense was absolutely terrible yet again. Everybody and their brother calling for no, you know, Zach Wilson cannot be on this team anymore. Like you don't even no. bring, don't even let him win or wear a uniform. No, anymore. but then you bring in uh, uh, Trevor Navyman and I, wh- why? Why would you do that? Of all the quarterbacks that you could possibly have, why would you bring in the least threatening quarterback there's ever been? Because even he's a threat. It, no, he's to not. Zach. No, he's not. No, he's not. Trust me, any Jets fan that remembers Trevor Simeon, no, he is not. He is awful. Trevor Simeon is awful. There is no threat there. That's why they brought him in. He's not a threat. He's a bad guy that started games, and oh, he him being in the room will be good for Zach. This is how delusional the Jets' brain trust is right now. It's just going to get worse. Somebody asked why they're this high. Because they started in the top ten. Like Vegas, it turned like a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Give it time. You play the Chiefs and the Eagles in two of the next three weeks. 
It ain't going to end well. Score 17 total points, if that, against those two teams and give up 30 at least each week. I don't think they'll give – I I think that those two games will probably, even though I don't care, will probably make me even matter because I think the defense holds up against both of them. Okay. Uh, Jets falling from 14 to 22. Biggest tumble of the week. Of course it is. Uh, Also taking a fall at number 21. The Washington Commanders. Yeah. Um, hey. Wasn't a great week for Sam. What was that? That was that was not good at all. That Whole was, that was, bunch of turnovers. In terms of if you're going to football, you should football better than that because that was a disaster. And it really makes me call Eric Bieniemy into question because that game plan was terrible. That looked like a first-time play caller with a young quarterback that just threw him out there to get slaughtered. Now, do I still believe in Washington? More than he does. I still believe in Sam Howell. I still believe in the weapons. I still think they're going to beat good teams. But I told you when you said you were taking that was the dumbest line I've ever seen. Right. And then you took the commanders. Chief David Zach and I looked at each other and went, what did he just say? <laughs> did he just say it out loud? He beat us for the second we get a run. I did. I did. I even to. gave you one, and I still beat you by two games. He didn't mean to. He picked the commanders. I feel like the commanders should count for two losses for you. No, that's not how that works. But it should. But it should. Well, you want to start doing these with confidence scores? I'm doing that with. Uh, I'm doing that with gambling picks this week. Uh, are you really? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, because I've had too many people ask me. Uh, well, it didn't look like it was a good week. Uh, well, yeah, because I had a billion dollars on South Carolina and they covered. That went good. Well, bet the same amount on all of these games, and I feel as though I should tell you which ones I'm doing that with. There you go. In the effort of full transparency. Yeah, uh, just for full transparency here, uh, nine six and one was the champion this week and uh, beat the Chief, and that was uh, oh, you know, the guy who picked Washington. You know, sometimes you take a swing, sometimes you miss. You ever heard I the, took one. You, you ever heard the phrase that a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while? Yeah, well, we'll see. Blind squirrel. We'll see. I think uh, I'm going to change your name on the door. Look, I think I'm going to have somebody come scrape that off and just put blind squirrel. Look, I am. I have. I have proved. I proved it last year, and I'll probably prove it again this year. I am. I am like the uh, Los Angeles Chargers of the Pick'em game. I'll do well throughout the season. But I'll blow it in the playoffs. Because I always do. Mm-hmm. Anywho, Washington's not good at football. And they I keep, still have I pieces. I trying though. to tell you that. They have pieces. I'm not tapping out on them completely. I know you are. I'm not. Yeah. I, I, okay, when you say I'm not completely tapping out on them, what's the ceiling for you for this team? Eight, are you nine. still thinking playoffs for them? As bad as the NFC is? I'm not saying it's not there. Because I can tell you definitively, just looking at the way everything sits right now, the New York Giants are not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Neither the Chicago Bears, the mm-hmm. Minnesota Vikings, the Carolina Panthers, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Los Angeles Rams, or the Arizona Cardinals. There's only nine teams left in this conference. Would it possibly take an injury to one of those teams in front of you? Maybe. Uh, but you don't need many of those before, hey, look, we're the seventh seed that trots in and gets annihilated by the 49ers. Hail to the commanders! Fight for old DC! Yeah, yeah. be loud and be proud. 
Ugh, you're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. Power Rankings Tuesday. Washington Commanders coming in at 21. Number 20. We'll give you after the break. Stay with us. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. The Sportsocracy. What are you people? On dope? Power Rankings Tuesday here in the Sportsocracy. Follow us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can join us in the chat. Also get our fantasy football advice that's coming out today. New little segment that we we coined. It's called Bye Bye Bye. Assume what music plays in the background uh-huh. of that. Uh huh. Three different uses of the word buy. Buy like money. Buy like buy. Buy like bye week. There, ah, you, go. there you go. There you go. That's what happens when you don't sleep. You come up with a lot of uh, little very punny titles for things. <laughs> it's got alliteration, so it's got my seal of approval. Um, Is it alliteration when it's the same word? Yeah. I thought, that, I thought we had a letter. term for that where they all sound the same. Yeah, it's uh, No, it's all start with the same letter. That's still the same. Uh, <laughs> number 20 this week. The Las Vegas Raiders. Ew. Yeah, this is how bad the bottom of the league is. Yeah. this because I'm not telling you the Raiders are good. I'm not telling you they're good. Did they get dog walked like the commanders? They did not. No. Did they embarrass themselves like the Jets? Nope. Do they have Baker Mayfield playing quarterback? Nope. Do they have no talent like the Arizona Cardinals? No. And there's my justification for how the Raiders wind up at 20. It's actually this bad. Yeah. Was nice to see Devontae Adams have a couple of tutties this weekend. That helped out your fantasy teams. It's the only relevant thing about the Las Vegas Raiders. They're, they're just not very good. Uh, and they're and Jimmy Garoppolo is turning the ball over at an alarmingly high rate. Mm-hmm. Chandler Jones now saying he was hospitalized against his will. I mean, the, the Raiders are just weird. Constant dumpster fire. I don't hate them like you do. 
That's fine. Uh, Mark Davis and his Floby just really drive you nuts. I hate him. I hate everything about him. I don't they, hate him. Because it never it's makes just, sense. That's where they belong. Yeah. Never makes sense. Number 20 this week, they should be worse than that. But you can't Dang have them lower. They're supposed to be behind. Right, you can't have them lower, but they should be. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> Frankly, I can make an argument that the Raiders, the next team, and the previous seven should all be lower than they are. I can't put the Broncos at 37. There's only 32 teams in the league. Exactly. The number, the team at number 19. Hey, guess what? This team sucks too. The New England Patriots. <laughs> Woo! You beat the Jets. Good Mac time. Jones gave a, a, a goob punch to uh, Sauce Gardner. Oh, awesome. That's hilarious. That's not hilarious. It is uh, and hilarious. I really wish Quentin Williams had just separated his head from his body. It was absolutely hilarious when they asked him about it at practice at a gaggle of reporters. And he was, he was like, look, I just... I, I got him down and I walked by him and he was like, Hey, good game, man. And then all of a sudden he reached out and he hit me in the, I, I mean, he hit me in the private parts. <laughs> yeah. He almost dropped the D word to the, uh, to the media, which would have been hilarious. And we'd have played it forever on this show. If he had, obviously we'd bleep it out, but yeah, I don't feel like that's a good idea. Mac Jones, Mr. JJ Reddick, won't you won't you stop doing that kind of stuff? Cause he's been notorious for it. He's been called out for this, what, three times in the last two years? Doing extracurricular things, tripping people, hitting people in the nerds. Mac Jones is as sleazy as JJ oh, Reddick. Oh yeah. Oh, he's Grayson Allen. Yeah. That's who I've equated Grayson him to. Grayson Allen, that's the one. I'm sorry, J.J. Uh, J- I mean, J- I hated no, you J- too. But. Yeah, J.J. Reddick just liked to write poetry under a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like making fun of Duke players. Excuse me. No wonder they haven't responded to my request to come to game day yet. Poke. Yeah. Like to be there. Really? Uh, well, they, they, the they, they probably also did a little Google search. And probably. ESPN Asheville, that's a Tar Heel station. Why are we giving those guys tickets? Uh, probably. It's the one that makes the most you sense. never you never know you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take true. just ask travis kelsey true true uh let's see here new england patriots i mean this team is what you're awful you're not good defensively you're not good offensively i feel like they're okay defensively against bad teams yay yeah you you just played a team that couldn't score if you went home and they had a chance to beat you now I, I use the term chance to beat you very liberally because there was no shot they were going to beat you with the cherub playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. But they had the opportunity. Number 18 this week. The Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the Arizona Cardinals on steroids. You try really hard. If I hear one more time how good their offensive line is, I'm going to vomit in my shoes. Because no, it's not. Say, and if you watch their games. Night? Do what? Did it look good last night? No. No. It didn't. Oh, I thought you were. Uh, I thought you were combating. What no, I was I'm saying. on your side here. I've heard that for weeks now, and I'm like, no, it's it's not. They run pretty well. The only problem is that Sean McVay completely forgets to do that for extended periods of time, mm-hmm. which makes zero sense to me. Last night was a winnable game, and Sean McVay gave it away. And you will never convince me otherwise. Yeah, I watched every play. 
And I kept thinking, you're going to find a way to let Joe Burrow one leg beat you. And they did. Mm -hmm. Number 17 this week, last of the bottom tier. The Atlanta Falcons. This is actually the last of the top tier. We just couldn't squeeze them in higher than this. But I feel like there's a giant, there's a pretty sizable gap. There's a jump for sure. Um, I just don't know what to do with Atlanta because I feel like you can only win one way. Mm-hmm. You run the ball. That's that, it. That's why they're the last of uh, of the, I guess, the middle tier of playoff contender, not Super Bowl contender teams. Because I don't believe in you passing the ball at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that you can keep winning just playing good defense and running this way because you're not as good at it as Philadelphia. You should be. Not defensively. They have way more players than you. Mm-hmm. But in terms of running the ball, you should never get away from that. And you did mm-hmm. against the Lions. Yep. So You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. It's a power ranking Tuesday. We'll give you the top half of the power rankings coming up next. Stick with us. ESPN Asheville and on the YouTube stream live. The sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The sportsocracy. Shake it back. Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross just earlier they are mature actually you just have to get to know them better your lunchtime dose of dumbassery live from the ingles studio it is espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 a.m and 1400 we are the sportsocracy we're the democratic republic of sports we are heard everywhere on the iheart radio app and we are seen everywhere you go with the youtubes go to the sportsocracy.com click on that live video link subscribe to the channel once through you're through to youtube and you can join us in the chat see us live here in the ingles studio i uh, got one of these i'm your huckleberry from our buddy jason trump who said you hate the raiders because mark davis is somehow cheaper than you he's just got way more money yeah maybe and he cuts his hair with a floby yeah i don't uh I don't really have a problem with his with his haircut. You, you, oh, just, yes, you do. I mean, it's terrible, but I mean, I shave my own head, so I get why he doesn't want to spend money on going to a going to a barber. Well, I mean, shaving your own head is easy when when the when the hedge is so sparse. I get it, uh, and it's a little weird for a guy with hair to cut his own hair, but he apparently does. So, hey, I. Not Mark Davis. It's just I. Everybody keeps telling me how good the Las Vegas Raiders are, and I've never seen it, and I'm never gonna see it. Hate. Yeah, it's just. In the words of your new favorite, gonna hate. I hate. Was, hate. You made me do it. <laughs> oh, I was. <laughs> if you're gonna use a stupid Taylor Swift line, at least use one that's funny. Yeah. Because of how stupid it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, uh, I do admire that about Mark Davis being, being cheap with billions of dollars. Let's, let's go. That's how you get that done. It is power rankings Tuesday here in the sportsocracy. And, uh, we gave you the 17 through 32 teams in the last hour. Miss any of it. You can check it out on the podcast at number 16 though. Go Chargers go. Yeah. I fought this tooth and nail, but I could not produce a team that should be ahead of them. Yes. This is one of those that feels like they should be lower, but you you can't really put them any lower. 
Now, losing Mike Williams, that hurts, obviously. But this team still has talent to be good. Could you say that last thing again? Losing Mike Williams for the season is going to hurt? You know what that means, right? Oh, God. It's Josh Palmer's season, baby! Uh, Why did I not see that coming? It's Quentin (laughs) Johnson's season. No, it's not. Uh, Not under any circumstances yet. Now, it could be. It could be in time. Can I tell you a fun stat that I learned today about Josh Palmer? Yes. In games that he starts... Name me the receivers that run more routes than Josh Palmer per game, per start. Who? Oh, you think there had to be a lot of them, right? I would think. Justin Jefferson. That's it? End of message. Repeat the line. Hmm. Do yourself a favor. Go get Josh Palmer. Also, go get Tank Dell and uh, uh, Devon Achan. I'm going to get used to saying it that way eventually. This team is still coached by Brandon Staley. Yep. So as long as that's the case, they're always going to be lower than the talent dictates. Obviously, you have a uh, ding on you for that, but you did win a must-win game this week. And I can't knock you for it, right? That's hey, the number one the goal. Vikings. That's number one goal. You go into the week, we go on to come away with the W, and you did. Hey, we beat the Vikings, who are bad. Bad, 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 bad. And Justin Jefferson got everything he wanted. And your high-priced veteran cornerback pickup had an arrest warrant put out for him because he forgot to do a class. Yeah, which is... J.C. Jackson, has anybody had a worse week than him? I mean, I think Lou Holtz is up there pretty high. But J.C. Jackson's the winner, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he was the healthy scratch because he's been playing awful football for the chargers for the first two weeks of the season they Do scratched you know him. how bad you have to be to be that highly paid and they just go mm-hmm. or or you could stay home and we could just play somebody else mm-hmm. am i still gonna get paid yeah but i'm not gonna play nope Mm-mm. nope and it came out what, yesterday? Mm-hmm. Or was it this morning? Yeah, yesterday. That this came out that he has an arrest warrant issued for him uh, up in Massachusetts because when he was playing for the New England Patriots in 2021, he got a traffic violation near where South Attleboro, Massachusetts, for going over 100 miles an hour on the road. He did road crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, his court date, was september the 22nd which he didn't show up for now this happened in 2021 and apparently they had told him that you got to pay a 600 hundred dollar fine and you got to do a four-hour reckless driving course before your ticket can be satiated so he had from 2021 until this past week to do that and he didn't do it he didn't show up for the court date either Plus, he didn't do any of the things that he was supposed to do to make this go away. My only question is, you sat on your ass for 12 weeks last year, injured. Not one point could you go, I'll go up to South Attleboro for a day. It ain't got no gas in it. Oops. Okay. 
I mean, it's not like he's going to go to jail for this or anything. It's just, what are you doing? How do you let this go? How does it end up in the paper that J.C. Jackson didn't show up for a court date for something as simple as traffic school? Well, because apparently he's as good at lawyering as he is at cornering. <laughs> which ain't very good. Which is not particularly great. No, no. But uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, hopefully they'll get, uh, when, when Austin Eckler comes back, maybe they'll be a better team. It's the only thing I can cling on to at this point. One can hope, because Joshua Kelly was real bad last week. <laughs> Number 15, the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, week to week now with the AC joint sprain. You're you're going to miss a little bit of time. And I uh, here's another little fantasy trinket for you. Uh, what percent of target share did Michael Thomas get when Jameis Winston came in? Uh, I don't know. 47%. You might order make a call to whoever owns him in your fantasy leagues and just go, hey, it'd be cool if I could have him for a week or two. Then when he goes Nanners, you can trade him as soon as Derek Carr comes back. Mm-hmm. And who are they playing this week? Oh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Team is terrible in the slot. Yep. Yep. Because they're good. playing a guy that Todd Bull's kid went to school with. Woo! Cool. I heard that last night, and I went, Tank, here's that line, and I could audibly hear the groan. I don't even know what you're talking about. Especially after he allowed, like, nine catches. Who are you talking about? I can't remember the kid's name, but he played at Rutgers, maybe? Of course. With Todd Bowles' kid. Ah. And he was an undrafted free agent, and now he's your starting slot corner. Of course he came from Rutgers. He's been all over the field, though. (laughs) And then he was all over the field. Usually with a receiver catching passes right past him. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Big week for Michael Thomas coming. He always loves to screw with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And guess who wants payback? Uh, uh, Jameis Winston. That's right. Boom. Ah. Oh, and by the way, are they going to be able to keep up on the scoreboard? Who's going to be on Mike Evans? Marshawn Lattimore. Yep, so uh, bench him and your fantasy teams this week uh, because he doesn't do well against Marshawn. Never has, never will. New Orleans Saints coming in this week at number 15. At number 14, the Green Bay Packers. The team that just beat them by one point. I never in a million years thought we would have the Green Bay Packers this high. I didn't either. But I, I also didn't, didn't think did everybody else would be this bad. Well, and that's there is a point to that. But I didn't think the Packers had this good in them. Uh, George Cook asked us earlier if we had talked about the Packers yet. Uh, he went to Lam- Lambeau for the first time Sunday, traveling from here, and said it was worth every penny. I've heard that is a place that you do want to see. Mm-hmm. And look, that team's not bad. Now, are there things about Jordan Love that we're 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 kind of seeing what we want to see? Yes, yes, there are. But have we also seen quarterbacks over the years that? If it's if the game scripts and the game plan is good enough, you can hide those deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Saw one of them in the Super Bowl last year. So I mean, it's just it's a different world now with quarterbacks than it used to be. Yeah. Uh, Taylor M in the the YouTube chat asked if we thought the Saints will be okay with Jameis. I only think it's going to be for a week or two. The AC joint is almost, almost all pain management. Mm-hmm. So how high is your pain threshold? How can you manage the injury? 
I don't think he'll be gone for long. He's not going to play this week. They haven't officially ruled him out, but he's not going to play this week. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be shocked if he's back next week. And I don't think you need him to beat the Bucks. I was going to say, I don't. Be- I believe, like with Bryce Young, with the Carolina Panthers, a little bit different situations here, but principle stands. I've got a backup that can get me through the next few weeks to make sure that he's okay, to make sure that he's as hundred close to hundred percent as possible when he comes back. Do we need him to beat Tampa Bay? No. Do we need him to outscore New England? No. No. Houston? No. No. I think I got that. The next three weeks, and then maybe maybe Carr comes back for the Jacksonville game, and we see what we have. It shouldn't take, you know, he shouldn't be gone long, but I wouldn't rush him back by any means. Jameis Winston can still do some good things for you. He's fine. Sorry, we backtracked there to the, yeah, to it, the Saints. It's, it's, it's fine. Uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, Defense you is you good. really need Aaron Jones back. Because A.J. Dillon, is, he's, not, he's not Aaron Jones. No matter yeah. how bad we want him to be, he is a mediocre NFL running back. Mm-hmm. That's now two weeks in a row that he has been handed a prime opportunity and gave you two great big grumpers in a row. <laughs> Was it really a prime opportunity, though? Against two teams that have bolstered up their off or defensive lines, and that's and that's all well and good, but you're the only running back on the team, and you've got a quarterback that you should be throwing checkdowns pretty often, and mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, he did not grade out well either week. It's so, not his strong suit. Either. No, so I get it. I get it. No, number, no matter how bad we want him to be good, he's probably not. Uh, number thirteen, the Pittsburgh Steelers. But they only beat the Raiders. I'm going to say this again. This is how bad the bottom half of this league is. And look, I think there's a high side with Pittsburgh. That defense is good. Take away the San Francisco game. Just act like that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Or you didn't see it. Or whatever the case may Mm -hmm. be. Through two weeks, would you not look at Pittsburgh the same way we looked at them coming into the season? Because you should. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Kenny Pickett was able to do not exactly what he wanted to, but he was productive enough against the Raiders. Right. He looked lost against the Browns, but the defense was good enough to win you games, and that's what we said. Mm -hmm. Kenny Pickett will win you some games. Mm -hmm. Defense is going to win you a lot of them. You got to be able to run the ball. Yeah. And and when Pittsburgh runs the ball, they look like a different team. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. You beat the Raiders. Now I'm going to need you to see you beat a good team. And Kenny Pickett to be the guy to help you win that game. That's where Pittsburgh is has not taken the the, the jump that I thought they would. I mean, he hit what was it a seventy order to Calvin Austin? Mm-hmm. You take that away, he threw for like a buck thirty against the Raiders. Yeah. Who? Yes, I have told you their cornerback tandem is better than people think, and they should, in theory, be able to get after the quarterback. But still, that's that's. It's not a negative matchup. I'm not going to say it's a super plus, but it's not a negative by any stretch of the imagination. Right. So if you were going to get right, that should have been the one. And you didn't. My confidence score is not very high on the Pittsburgh Steelers at this moment. I can't I can't say that mine is, but I'll do the same thing with the AFC that I did with the NFC. How many teams can you look around and go, you're not a playoff team? Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not saying they're not I'm at a seven there team. too. 
I'm not saying they're not a playoff team. I'm not saying that they can't go, they can't win a whole lot of games. But when I say my confidence score is not high on this team, will I be dumbfounded next week if they go on the road and struggle and maybe lose to the Houston Texans? No, I'm not. Because Kenny Pickett, to me, is that guy. And I will I, I will say definitively, if they struggle and lose to the Houston Texans, I will be dumbfounded. Really? And their rating, uh, their their spot on this here ranking next week will fall like a rock. After this team just beat Jacksonville. That's the same thing as, as I said about Arizona. When you have that, that message all week of, hey, look, this is what they did last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not in the same class as Pittsburgh talent-wise. Fact or fiction? Fact. Rookie quarterback against T.J. Watt. No, I'm good. I'm good on every ounce of that. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like I said, I don't have any confidence that this team is going to be really good. The record will look fine. They'll have a winning record again, probably, because Mike Tomlin doesn't do anything other than that. But as far as trusting this team to to be a threat, I'm out right now. Kenny Pickett's got to show me a lot more at the quarterback position for that to happen. You're in the sportocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 power rankings continue next inside the top 12. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The Sportsocracy. Hello, everybody. This is good old J.R. Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer. Boy, these boys are smart. You talk about Goofy and a pet coon. Let me tell you something. This show is a legitimate slobber knocker. And it's a Power Rankings Tuesday inside the Sportsocracy. We're going to weigh inside the top 12. Number 12 this week. The 
Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, losing to the Houston Texans, obviously never a good idea. Um, especially when you're trying to play that whole are we good game. Because a loss to the Texans, well, definitely hurts the PR campaign. Well, they just look clunky. I mean, Jacksonville is is one and two. Your one wins over the Colts, which was not overly impressive. You had virtually no offense in the red zone against the Chiefs, and then the Texans just absolutely took it to you. Mm-hmm. Now, you do have two in your little home away from home, Jack in uh, London coming up. They win these two. All those fears kind of go by the wayside. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not going to go away with beating Atlanta. But if you beat Buffalo in two weeks, then sure, yeah, those those ills go away. The problem is how how fast can you turn a corner and travel across the ocean at the same time, right? Oh, I mean, I'm not telling you you're wrong. Right. How do I take a step forward in this process while I've got all this other going on? I don't know. Maybe it'll be a, you know, a kind of like uh like you said, a home away from homecoming kind of thing when they go back for this two-week stretch. But I don't know. I'm, keep, I'm just, the more and more you keep talking about Trevor Lawrence, the more and more I'm like, maybe he's right. Maybe he's right. Maybe maybe Lawrence will just never take the step. Maybe he'll be just okay forever. Uh, now, here's what I will say. he has He has played better than stats will dictate. Over the first three weeks. Analytics love him. Mm-hmm. The problem is I'm not seeing it on the field. And I always hate when when you're when your argument for somebody is immediately excuses. I I guess I've been down that 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 path too many times that it always makes me nervous of you're not actually telling me why he's so good. You're giving me excuses for why I'm not seeing it. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm at with him. Now, I will say this. Is he the reason they're one and two? Nope. No, he's not. Their defense is the reason they're one and two. And you have invested a lot of money into that front seven, and it has been largely awful. They have a defensive problem. You said not a lot's going to change beating Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I don't 100% agree with you. Okay. Because if you can stop Atlanta, who you know – literally before the game even kicks off, you know exactly what the game plan is going to be. And it's something that is not advantageous to you. If you can beat them with the travel and all of those things, that will be a little impressive to me. Is it going to change the narrative? No, but it would make me look at things a little differently because their offensive and defensive lines are the problem. Both have been awful. Offensive line, a little worse than the defensive line, but both have been awful. Mm -hmm. Just got to play better. This team's too good to play this bad. Yeah. One and two start to the year, not obviously not what the Jacksonville Jaguars wanted to see. Um, team reeling off a loss. Not really inexplicable because you've already lost a lot. Is number 11. The Baltimore Ravens. Played without seven starters this past week, and it showed as the Indianapolis Colts were able to beat them. And I'm just getting to I'm getting to the point with Baltimore that I'm not sure that a team that lives this hurt can ever live up to its potential. Mm-hmm. They can't. This team's better than they have played. 
but I don't know that you're not going to be battling this all year long. It seems like every single week they lose two or three guys. They're missing mm-hmm. seven starters last week. Mm-hmm. And, and this version of Baltimore, the, the version that I saw against the Colts is not even the 11th best team in the in the league. AFC. Uh, they're probably the 11th best team in the AFC. Maybe. But if they do get healthy, then I think there's something there. I am seeing a slightly different version of Lamar. Zay Flowers was a home run, as I told you it would be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you're all that great defensively. I'm not sure you're great defensively even when you're healthy. You're certainly not great when you're not healthy. Yeah. So they're one of they were one of the hardest teams for me to rank because right now I do think they're better than Jacksonville. But I couldn't make a case for anybody ahead of them. No. No. The Baltimore Ravens are I mean, we had them at six last week thinking that, you know, the win over Cincinnati would vault you into something. Well, the injuries were just too much. I mean, you're without Ronnie Stanley and Tyler Linderbaum and Marlon Humphrey and both your running backs. You had to go to Kenyon Drake and Melvin Gordon to do your running this week. And they, they could do it again next week. Both those guys have been put back on the practice squad but they will elevate them in a heartbeat if Justice Hill or Gus Edwards can't go again this week. You're just constantly fighting this battle that you cannot win. You cannot live up to your potential if your guys are never healthy. Yeah, number one thing that uh, the Baltimore Ravens need, a new trainer. (laughs) You'd think. You would think so. At number 10. The Cincinnati Bengals. All right, so the offense... It's it, it still didn't look good last night. No, because Joe's hurt. Well, I mean, Joe's and, hurt. And it's you, abundantly but you, obvious. But you have to give it to Joe for hey, knowing he, that you had to win this game and you had to up. play. Did you hear his response when they asked about the the possibility that he re-injured himself playing on that calf? No. He said, "Yeah, there was a possibility of that, but I also know what the danger was of us going zero and three. Yeah, that's what I wanted my quarterback. Did you see the video of the cart ride that he took with the owner of the team? No. The owner came down to practice. They're on the field doing stretches, and you see him pull up in the golf cart, and he motions over to Joe. Joe gets up, walks, gets into the golf cart. They didn't even do like a lap around the field. He just kind of hit the gas, and they just did like a 50-foot circle, and you could see, and you could probably tell what he was saying to him was, look, I know you may not be 100%, but we cannot do this. We cannot start out 0-3, and I need you to be on that field. And Joe went, Yes, sir. Got off and got back. I mean, it literally, the video lasted 15 seconds. Well, I mean, last night he looked like a man on one leg. He missed a lot high. And I got pretty irritated at the commentary of, oh, all the practice time missed. No, dumb, dumb. That, that, that's not what's getting him here. What's getting him here is that he can't plant mm-hmm. because he's on one leg. They're having to run a massager on his leg on the sideline just to keep him upright. Mm-hmm. He can't scramble, and he's going up against Aaron Donald. And yet, you hung in there. He made the plays to Brian extend Calli- the drives. Brian and Callahan was a master class in moving Jamar Chase around against a young defense that couldn't figure it out. He was constantly open. They got on the same page. And what I saw is a Bengals team that the defense is really pretty good. Mm-hmm. And when Joe is, is 100% healthy – 
you better get your shots in now yep. because when he's healthy, that's still the same team I thought it was. The biggest problem they have. I don't know that he will be healthy. And their schedule. Schedule's evil. Next week or this coming weekend at the Cleveland Browns. Oof. That's not going to go well, especially considering Miles Garrett's on the other side of that ball and Joe Burrow's on one leg. Now, you do that next week after that, you got to go to Pittsburgh. That means theoretically you could be uh you could be in in, in some in a world of hurt. Well, I mean, that's the thing. If anything gets Cincinnati this year. Oh, excuse be- me. I was looking at the wrong schedule. I was about Hell, to say. Hell, that was Baltimore's schedule. No. Okay. Well, well, all right. I take back what I said. Because this week you go to Tennessee. Yes. All right. Next week you go Cardinals. to Arizona. All right. Let's do that. Yeah, all right. I that thought, looks way better I, than Baltimore's I schedule. Thought you were t- I thought you were talking about the after the next two no, weeks. No, no, no. You got I was two thinking, weeks to get right. Yeah, I was thinking that was immediate. Like, because then ugh. you go Seahawks at the 49ers, Bills. Yes. But you do have a bye week. Yes. You got a bye week between the Seahawks and 49ers. That to me would be the target. You've got to win two of the next three games to be three and three going into the bye, then going into San Francisco coming off a of bye. Mm-hmm. And Joe's got to be ready for that San Francisco game, no matter what. Yep. My apologies. I had the schedule wrong there. Um, Cincinnati Bengals, though, this week coming in at number 10. Number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. I don't. 100% know what to do with this team. <laughs> I think you got caught by the LA Rams. Mm-hmm. And then in the last two weeks, you've done just about enough to make me feel about the way I did before. But I still can't get the taste of that Rams game out of my mouth. Because if you take the Seattle game away, are the Rams any different than what we thought they were? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you played close with Cincinnati. You played close with San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco's line is dreadful. And Cincinnati had a quarterback on one leg. Take the Seattle thing out. That's exactly who we thought they were. Mm-hmm. And that does bother me. But I think there is a high side, and I think this team is getting better. I think they are getting better every single week because we got you got to remember about Seattle. Yes, we get we had very lofty aspirations for them. You gotta remember how young this team is. Also lost both their tackles week one. So there's been a lot of well, we didn't plan for that. They get Jamal Adams back this week, too. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be a uh, a very welcome addition to the pass rush. Right. Don't be shocked if he has a rather impressive game on a snap count yep. this week. And you've got an opportunity to, uh, you know, get another win under your belt going to the Giants. And then you get a bye week. And we'll see where it goes from there. Seattle is still a team that I feel like is is very good. And we'll just we just have to wait and see. Will they develop into that team that we thought could possibly win this division? Will they be a top seed in the NFC? I think the potential is still there. Well, they get the Giants and then a bye week. And I'll be honest with you, usually I hate the early bye week with this team. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Got to take the opportunity to get healthy. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville inside the top eight next. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. 
I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White haze, peach perfect, scary berries, and my personal favorite, mean green. And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retail. The sportsocracy. Take all of this, burn it. Okay? Gasoline, okay. kerosene, either one. Burn it. That's how Jeremy Green was feeling after the New York Jets lost 15 to 10 to the New England Patriots this past week. He's burn backed off. off on that though. I have not backed off He's on that. He's backed off on that though. I, I, I'm surprised it lasted the day, but it it did almost last 24 hours before he said, I'll be back next season. Oh, well, I didn't say, I, I never said I was done for good. I said, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I just, I just can't do it anymore. Um, Cleveland Browns coming in at number eight this week on the power rankings and Deshaun Watson had to perform last week, and he did. Mm-hmm. And Gotta that give defense him is evil. Give him credit where credit is due. Now, granted, they were playing the Titans, who we don't really believe in. We don't think that they're good. But when you had to have the plays from Deshaun, he throws for almost 300 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, if you take away one turnover fest, uh, they've outscored the Bengals and the Titans 51-6. to six. And two of those touchdowns for the Steelers were defensive. Still turn the ball over. By the way, one weekend, are you starting to see what I was talking about on Jerome Ford, or are you still sticking with that Kareem Hunt thing? Ah, it's fine. It's It's fine. He played eight snaps. Who, Kareem Hunt? Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, it's first first week back in the building. Not even a full week. Of course not. It's Jerome Ford. Yeah, Jerome Ford had had a total of 18 yards on 20 carries. That was against the Titans. He also scored two touchdowns. Maybe that's the fantasy player in me going, well, I wasn't wrong. No, you weren't wrong. I wasn't right for the reason I thought I was right, (laughs) Right. I wasn't wrong. He didn't run the ball well, but he did score some touchdowns. Oh, look, I I like Cleveland. Uh, I I think they're catching a really depleted Baltimore team this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's at home. Then you catch the 49ers at home after a bye. And then the schedule really lightens up for an extent. Extended period of time. Mm-hmm. I like you. Nobody this week. wants to talk about this not right so now. Not so much after the bye week. Say it again. I said I like you this week. Not so much after the bye against San Francisco. After a bye against San Francisco with that defense and Brock Purdy, uh, yeah, that's. I, I feel pretty solid about that. Jim Schwartz gets two weeks to conjure up a game plan for Brock Purdy. 
Mm, yeah, I'm probably going to like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk about this. The Cleveland Browns are winning this division. I'm more certain of it right now than I ever have been because Joe's not going to be healthy for a while. The Ravens are killed, and I'm not sure the Steelers could score. Mm-hmm. Their defense is as good as any of the three teams I just said. Oh, but there's no Nick Chubb. Yeah, Jerome Ford against not one of the best fronts in the in the league going to look a lot like Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. 70% of it, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. But the more acclimated you get to Sean Watson, this is that a, team is just terrifying. Mm-hmm. This has been a scheme that it does not matter who's running the ball. They've been able to be successful with Kevin Stefanski, right? What would it be? Ernest Johnson, uh, <laughs> case in point. We've seen, I feel like we've seen a couple of guys come mm-hmm. in and do this when they've been needed, and it's been just fine. This team is just fine, mm-hmm. and they're inside the top eight in this week's power rankings, and frankly, I'll be surprised if they drop out of the top eight. I kind of will, too. Because the top, the, the, the top top of the NFL, which is the top five, four, depending on how you feel about something that happened last week, they're elite. Then there's a whole lot of beauties in the eye of the beholder from about six to 12. Mm-hmm. The floor for them right now is 10 wins. I would agree. The floor for them is that they somehow don't win the division and you have to go on the road in the playoffs. But I am about as sure that the Cleveland Browns make the playoffs as any team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Um, number seven, the Detroit Lions. Okay. You forgot yeah. what direction we were going there for a second. I did. I did. Uh, I almost said eight again, uh, but nope, we're going up this time. Number seven is the Detroit Lions, and this team is, I, I mean, I, I don't feel like Jared Garf gets his due still. Well, I mean, but but what's his due? I mean, he just he finds a way to be good every week, right? Doesn't he? Are you not putting him? I, I, many people, I don't feel like put him in that mediocre tier. They still think he's bad, and I just feel like more people should consider him in that meh tier that we get into with. Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins and guys like that. I, I feel like he belongs in that category. I would take Stafford over him. I would take Cousins over him. Sure, but I'm saying right there, yeah. he's not among the worst in the league by far. He does anymore. a very good job right now of what he's asked, and that line is protecting him tremendously. We talked about this mm-hmm. with Tua Tungvaloa. We're not talking about this with, with uh, Jared Goff. He's only been sacked three times in three games, Mm -hmm. one of which they lost in overtime. So, look, Detroit's really good. And if they ever figure out that, hey, give Jameer Gibbs the ball, stop the Craig Reynolds nonsense, whatever else it is you're planning on doing, give Jameer the ball. Mm -hmm. Good things will happen. And then I come back to that division and go, oh, yeah, you get four easy layup wins uh, against the Vikings and the the Bears. This week will be a big test to me. Going to the Packers, Mm -hmm. because that's a a house of horrors for them. You go in there, and I know Aaron Rodgers called Jordan Love and said, oh, you still own the Bears uh, after week one. Uh, Okay. 
You've owned the Lions, too. Let's see if that continues. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a game Detroit should win. Even though it's on the road, you're better than Green Bay. But it also feels like a game that you're going to slip up and let be really, really close, and they could get you. I don't know that there aren't going to be many really, really close games for this Detroit team. In fact, I'd probably bet my house on it, that they're going to be in a lot of Minnesota one-score games this year. D. Price in our YouTube comment said, no way he would take Cousins over golf. I didn't even think that one was debatable. Yeah. Kirk Cousins leading the NFL in passing with a god-awful line and one receiver. Hey, look, I understand Kirk's super mid-tier. But, uh, yeah, Kirk's, Kirk's better than Jared Goff. Yep. I mean, he's fine. I like Jared Goff. I just, I didn't, I, I said that in passing. I didn't necessarily think anybody would. Well, and then Lee hey, says, and, 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 and then Lee says, uh, no way that the, the Lions are better than the Packers. Ah, well, so, I mean, we're getting ready to find out. We're getting ready to find out. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. He said I would say top to bottom Detroit's better, but like I said, this also screams to me a game that Detroit will be favored. They go into Lambeau, they let it stay close for way too long, and then they get caught. That's why I said there is a huge division right here where I like all six teams ahead of them markedly better than the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, said they ain't better than Green Bay. Vegas disagrees with you because they're a one-point favorite Green at Lambeau. No. Oh, Detroit The is. Detroit Lions are a one-point favorite at be. Lambeau. I, I would have had it at – that's about where I would have been. Mm-hmm. About one and a half, somewhere in the neighborhood of a pick em, mm-hmm. and we'll see what the what the betting market dictates. Which means it would be a four-point four game at home. A, you said it's point? Yeah, it's one point. Yeah, it'd be four at home. Yeah. So, I, I mean, this, this team is better – than Green Bay. I mean, I believe they are. Jeremy believes they are. It's closer it's than just, I would have they, ever imagined, though. And and like I said, I'll reiterate again. I think you're going to see the Lions have to win a bunch of one-score games to make this happen. The problem is they have the emotional edge in most games because of who they are, because of the culture that they have in their building. And they're going to win a lot of those one-score games. I got to get. I think they lost like seven of those last year. It was several. I think, they lost several where they had a lead, too. Yeah, I may be wrong on that, but I think I'm pretty close uh, to that. There was several one-score games that they lost last year. So that could all come back to the norm for them this year. Um, number six. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. All right, so they took a step back, and now they're bounced back three spots up this week from nine to number six. After they handled the Washington Commanders. They didn't handle the Commanders. They embarrassed the Commanders. You don't see that a lot in the NFL. And I almost felt like it was Buffalo trying to prove a point. I knew when Asheville Police Chief David Zach was in here and he really laughed when you took Washington. Mm -hmm. That's because they've talked about, yeah, we got to prove the point here. They did. Does it really change what I think about them? Not really. It just shows me you have that side. Because you lost a game to the Jets that you flat out shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Just flat out shouldn't have. No, you took, obliterated the Raiders. It took a crazy special teams play for you to lose that game. You obliterated the Raiders. You obliterated the Commanders at home. Now, next two weeks, Dolphins and then a trip to London. That's a gut check. And 
Two weeks from now, I think we'll have a much better read on who the Buffalo Bills are. Right. Beat the Raiders and the Commanders, as Jeremy likes to say. That and 250 will get you a Coke in this Biden economy. Like, I don't care. Those are two bad teams that you should have beat the snot out of. And you did. Congratulations. Now let's see you do it against another team. And you're going to have to shoot out with this one. And I'm really not sure that you can. I'm not sure anybody can shoot out with him. The question is, can you get after Tua? Because he's been hit like four times all year. Mm -hmm. He's only been sacked once. Mm -hmm. And then after that, Jacksonville in London. And then you go the Giants, the Patriots, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before you got to suit it up in Cincinnati for a healthy Joe Burrow. That'll be the next gut check moment. Possibly healthy Joe Burrow. (laughs) Possibly healthy Joe Burrow. Should be by that time, if everything goes well, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Number five. The Dallas Cowboys. You were number one last week. Yeah, it's uh, uh, mighty how fast you fall when you lose to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, losing to the 28th best team in the league, which is what they were last year, or last week. Yeah, that's going to ding you every time. I told you that was the game that I was looking forward to. When I did the Jets plus nine and a half, that's the game I was looking for. The game that I know Dallas has in them all the time. They can take somebody lightly. They can just be off the game plan, and it just doesn't look good. And they did that last week. Mike McCarthy did Mike McCarthy things. Now the question is, how do you respond to it? Because I don't feel really any different about them than I did a week ago. They're not better than Miami, but other than that, I think you can play with anybody in this league. Mm -hmm. You just have to avoid what you did last week. Bad thing is the Cowboys do that quite a lot. Mm -hmm. That they do. Come up with turnovers at the inopportune times. And, you know, this week you get to play the Patriots. So, uh, any Patriots fans taking that one? Because um, uh, uh, the, the bank of Jeremy is open. So you got a chance to rebound here against a team that's not very good. And how does this tend to go? Dallas minus whatever. Right? That's where I'm at. You're not getting caught again. No. Second week in a row. You're going to be at home against the New England Patriots, and you'll be out to make a statement. It'll it'll probably make another statement to me if New England is able to keep this thing close. Dallas Cowboys coming in at number five this week. We'll give you the top four next here in the Sportsocracy. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. The sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. It is Power Rankings Tuesday, and we have arrived at the top four for week four in the NFL at number four. The Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia with the win last night over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers really didn't and send a, a great message other than our defensive front is phenomenal and you better you better have an offensive line if you're going to try to beat us. Uh, and you better have a really good defensive line or we can run it down your throat. Yes, that they did. It was over 200 yards rushing as a team for the Eagles last night against the Bucks, a team that's generally pretty good at that. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I don't care that they didn't have Vita Vea. I, I don't care. Any but team he, that can run like that? He played sparingly, but that was the main reason that that didn't happen. That the, the, the Bucks were not able to stop the run last night. Uh, I will say the main reason they weren't able to stop the run is because the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line manhandled them. Mm -hmm. Vita would certainly have helped, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that 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 line for Philadelphia is real, real, real good. Mm -hmm. The offense is still clunky. You know, Jalen looks Jaylen's, off. They not, don't throw easily. I'm not sure I believe in Brian Johnson. Nothing last night satiated that. But you've got plenty of opportunities to satiate that. Hey, yeah, commanders this week. Yeah. And like I said earlier, you're going to sleepwalk to 10 wins. You could be not good at football and still win 10 games. Mm -hmm. So Philadelphia is going to be fine. They got a lot of time to figure this out, and they run way better than I thought they did. All right, the only team staying in the same spot from week to week was... The San Francisco 49ers. Coming in at number three. You know what I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy. I still don't buy Brock Purdy. Hmm. I still don't buy Brock Purdy. Yet week after week, he keeps he keeps just doing it. He's just taking his team out there and winning games. Oh, yeah. he's. I mean, he's a, he's a legend. He beat, uh, let's see, let's look down the power rankings here. He beat number 27. He beat uh, 18. Let's let's go. Mm -hmm. The defense beats the vast majority of people. Mm -hmm. I still cling to some, and I can't remember now who said it. It was somebody in our YouTube chat. Watch the plays where Christian McCaffrey's not on the field and then tell me how great Brock Purdy is. Mm -hmm. He gets propped up by everything around him. He sure. is a game manager, and he does a great job of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what your ceiling is there, and I cannot put you over the two teams that are ahead of them because they have quarterbacks that can just come out and beat you. Yep, 
Uh, they will not get ta- be taken by surprise this week against the Arizona Cardinals. I can guarantee you that. Uh, yes. Uh, number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Feel better after that forty-one to ten beat down to the Bears. It's not even. It, it didn't really even have anything to do with them beating the Bears. It's just this is starting to look like Kansas City's supposed to look. Yes, obviously Travis Kelsey being back. Blah 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 blah. I, mm-hmm. It's not even that. You're starting to see the creativity in the offense. You're starting to see Kansas City rounding into that Kansas City form. And I didn't Jets see next. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. If I hadn't already tapped out on this team, this weekend would be – there would be a, a, a strong, a severe weather alert for my liver. Over, under on, on points for Kansas City against that defense. I'll bet the spread's really low. I think I just saw nine and a half. I, I, I shouldn't have said so. I bet the over-under is low. 42 and a half. That's probably the lowest Kansas City game's been in three or four years. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll i say I had probably Kansas City 31-10. I'd probably take the under, honestly. Okay. You're going to give Pat Mahomes the ball in short f- with a short field. Mm-hmm. So it's just that that's going to happen. It's going to lead to points. Kansas City is really good. Yes, they are. Uh, and number two this week, with number one being the Miami Dolphins. Because, of course, you have to be. You were number two last week, number one lost. So, of course, you're going up to number one when you beat a team at number 32, 70 to 20. <laughs> you put up video game stats against an actual NFL team. There are NFL teams that wouldn't put up video game stats against colleges. That's not true. Yes. That's not true. Yes, it is. It's not true. It's never been true. <laughs> you would get embarrassed. I hate when people say that. You think so? Uh, yeah. If Georgia played the Denver Broncos, Denver would beat them 55 to nothing. <laughs> so just a little bit worse. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just a just, little bit worse. Uh, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, look, Miami is the most inventive offense I've seen in a long time. I don't know how you stop them. I said yesterday they have steered into the same thing the Golden State Warriors did. All of you have looked for speed. We committed to it. And now that's what we do. And it's how we're going to beat you because you would have to be outrageously fast to keep up with us. And we're so creative that we make you second guess what you're seeing. The bigger thing with Miami is that you have to stay healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. If you can do that, you can win a whole lot of games. If they do that, I don't know who can beat them. Yep. They're number one this week. We'll see how things go. We'll be back with you tomorrow here in the Sportsocracy at noon back on ESPN Asheville. Have a great evening.